Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Frank. And we're from the Drink Along Podcast. And you're listening to... See you next Wednesday on the Modern Superior Network. Meow. Hello, welcome to episode 162 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 29th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. Wow! I just learned that Kenny Loggins got his name because they had a hard time remembering his Gmail password and he's always trying to log in. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and you can tell a lot about a person from the way they live. Just looking around here, I can tell you're a genuinely dirty person. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and you know, I wish there was some way I could be outside playing basketball in the rain and not get (laughs) wet. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, good stuff yes oh my god we have tons to talk about this week two of us saw ex machina and one of us saw the age of adeline and we will be talking about an album that casey gave to us by the band ninja sex party um (laughs) i'm excited to hear all about that (laughs) all of that will be in film roulette we'll also be rolling for who gets to see the new avengers film I'm going to be talking about an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 Season 3 in our 90210 Relay segment at the end of the episode. But first, we have tons of movie news and what we've seen this week to talk about in the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep. 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 Uh, Oh, my God. So, lots of news. Lots of trailers. Sure, whatever you say. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I I took this stuff off of our Facebook page. Did you get a haircut, Dan? I did. Why is it under a hat? It's under a hat. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just his hat. Yeah. Did you get a weird, like, extension haircut that's, like, hard? Did you get a haircut that's made to look like a hat? Yeah, I did. Is it a bad haircut? Is that why you're wearing a hat? No, it's just, uh, just, uh, just why not? Just a bad haircut. Because the the part I can see is terrible. Yeah. (laughs) The back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Just felt like wearing a hat the today. Hat is right. adorable. Yeah, yeah. I've worn it many times. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's your jauntiest cap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. All right. Um, and this has been Rip On Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hat Otherwise, news. No, Any hat is. news over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I got a haircut. It was uh-huh. great. Yeah. <laughs> How much did it cost? Uh, cost me about thirty bucks. Oh. Thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, a little bit over thirty. Richie Rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody seen Richie? Hey, uh, hey Richie. Know why Richie did Bobby Lupo. <laughs> 
it's uh, that's a lot to pay for. I don't I don't ever pay thirty bucks for haircuts. I don't get my haircut a that often, uh-huh. and b I had a long string of shitty haircuts or like going into like super cuts, and they get you out of there in like ten minutes. Oh, I'm not gonna like, lie to you. I my hair never looks good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided like a couple years back, I was like, I'm gonna get my haircut less often, yeah. but more expensive and at the same place, so that I have like a. I can't, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't see. I can't do that. I can't. How come? Have a because my hair. I get a haircut and my hair looks great for two and a half days. Yeah, and it grows so fast and it grows out from my head. Yeah, it all grows like straight <laughs> out from not my into head. Into your head? What's that? Not into your head. It doesn't grow into my brain <laughs> like I'd like it to. Every single hair on the top of my head is an ingrown hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's all pointing into my brain and it tickles <laughs> and it makes me forget my grandparents. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it my hair grows so fast anyway this is the most entertaining <laughs> this is the most we've ever not talked about <laughs> about uh, the about things movies. that we're here yeah. for yeah no yeah yeah i i suggest uh expensive haircuts i'm uh yeah you're into y- it if you can afford them and, yeah. and you can stretch them out so that you're not going as Tons often of haircuts to put hats on yeah yeah. Totally. <laughs> they make your hats fit better. Yeah, hey, man. Some days you wake up and you're like, I don't want to do anything with this hair. Just want to put something on top of it. Yep. Oh, man. That's that's most of my days. That was me mm-hmm. like 12 hours ago or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before anything else, any other? What you guys, guys want to just? Do you guys want to just change the, the show <laughs> format? The chat haircut show? show? Yeah. Just yeah. All haircuts, haircuts all, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got like on there? The side of it was that a two? <laughs> what are you using? Uh, using a two there? I always get tripped up when they ask that. When they're like, even though I've been to this per- place like this the over and over again, they're like, well, I don't know. What do you think? Like a two on the side? And I'm like, give me it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, give Doodly. me it. <laughs> <laughs> give me like Boo. something. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what? Do your fucking job. No, I'm not. Not I'm even not that, here to though. know that. You know that. Mm-hmm. I just think like the using using the numbering system for their like clips. It's just like I don't know. Get like an inch or two. Uh, like yeah. w- like give me a, something I can work oh, with. Oh, I know. Here. I know what a two is because yeah, I, I have don't. my own clippers. Not to brag. <laughs> is but, every uh, single clipper system in the world the same? Though? It has to be pretty no, uniform. Not at all. Yeah, I don't I'm believe. very well acquainted with clippers. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> really? Yeah. So a two, Therein lies say my a worry. Con Air two, and I'm uh, not talking about the hit Nicolas Cage movie. I know. I'm waiting for two of that. Uh, yeah. Con Air two. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> it's it's the one in which he he gets on a plane and gets a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, because his hair is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to try cutting it all this time instead of just like <laughs> above my forehead. <laughs> and letting the sides well, roll well, out. We're slowly segueing into movies. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we'll get there. Mm-mm. Yeah. This is what the people pay nothing to hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so relax, you bunch of assholes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, we got some trailers written down here. Uh-huh. You guys uh, posted the Black Mass trailer with uh, Johnny Depp, yeah, which yeah. I waited a while to watch, and then I eventually did watch, and was yeah. like, "Why did I wait so long to watch this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I think that looks fucking great. Yeah, it does. And it, it, the it, fucking cast is re- yeah, it's really good. Ridiculous. And he's like playing a person, which mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like waiting for him to do. <laughs> and it, it was now, a weird... now they gave him a little makeup to you know, make yeah, him the happy, little ball cap. That's all right because that's what Whitey Bulger looked like. Yeah. Uh, but I'm super excited about this because I watched the documentary on Whitey Bulger and he's crazy. I heard that yeah. was a really good documentary. <laughs> it's really super good, yeah. And it's a fucked What's up story. What's it called? Uh, I think it's just called just called White. Whitey Don't Bulger, trust Whitey. Yeah, or yeah. just Whitey. Just yeah. Whitey. Yeah, because yeah. Jason just Whitey. Yeah, yeah. Jason Manzukas was talking about it on something. He was like, I watched it like three times. It was that good. And I was like, shit. Oh, I got to check nuts. this out. It starts so like 
just uh, it's it's immediately captivating because you're just having some guy talking about his first real interaction with Whitey, uh, and it's like before the credits roll or anything like that. And this guy just tells a story, like short story, and it's like holy fuck man yeah that's just and it's not even the craziest thing it's not like he came and shot my legs and you know stole my family or something he just uh it just like a <laughs> he short came like, and shot yeah, my legs yeah <laughs> yeah was that his move i don't know i haven't had only like two sips of my coffee <laughs> i don't know i'm not i don't know no good right now but my watch is making light uh yeah. on the roof on and the frank ceiling and the cat's going crazy. Frank, frank loves it frank, oh, frank's freaking out yeah frank hasn't been uh, made an appearance on the show in no, a while no. no he's been uh laying low yeah, yeah he's like writing new material yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a lot like dave chappelle in that yeah. way yeah, yeah. he just he felt like his, yeah yeah casey's uh-huh. cat took a break we offered him 50 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> And uh, said he's no. Like, no, the material is not good enough. Yeah. So he went to Africa, and then he came back, and now apparently people demand their money back at his shows. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys hear about that? No. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle did a show like in Chicago or something, and like uh, most of the audience demanded their money Why? back. Why? What happened? Because it was, uh, cause he was fucking hammered. Mm. Really? Yeah, I feel oh. like I feel like the whole escaping to Africa situation was not entirely predicated on on how bad the material was. Like, uh-huh. I think he's got shit going on. Yeah, yeah. Damn, um, he's got like a new HBO special coming. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's doing like uh, club work. I guess. Yeah. Huh? How about Interesting. that? Yeah. How about it? Shit. Anyway, um, waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. What are we talking about? Well, the tra- so the trailer for Black Mass. Yeah. Um, it, it was weird because it starts like. With him telling a story, yeah. and I was kind of like, "Is did I click on the wrong thing, or is this just a clip of the movie?" But then the way that the trailer like turns from that clip, uh, like this scene of him just like talking to someone at a dinner table, into yeah. like and uh, like what you would expect from a trailer with like scenes and cuts and stuff, yeah. was just like, "Holy shit, I got to yeah. see this movie!" Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, everything about it seems seems fucking entertaining to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this will do well and then mark a turn in the uh, Johnny Depp yeah. uh, fucking output. Cause I th- and I saw this and then like a day later Bruckheimer or somebody posted a photo of him of fucking of, yeah. Pirates 5. I'm like, who wants this? <laughs> Matt yeah. Brown. Are there people who fucking... <laughs> d- is Matt Brown... Lo- in oh yeah, the- he yeah. loves the... Well, he, I know that he... Lo- I think the third one he wrote a big review about how like... Um, like, like I th- not I don't want to say in defense of because he just really loves it, but I yeah. do know that a lot of people don't. Yeah. And he wrote like a really great like like analysis and review of it. Yeah. And uh he's really into that. Yeah. On uh uh like like st- the statistics of the show here, who do you think we uh, mentioned the most? Matt Brown. <laughs> Matt Brown, <laughs> Jimmy Kane. Yeah. 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 Um, we talked about I, Matt Price a lot too. I was yeah. planning to mention Jimmy Kane today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he dropped Don't. I won't. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, they told me not to talk to you. Um, he dropped by Jimmy and uh, uh, and Amy dropped by uh, the restaurant. Oh yeah, and dropped off a gift for me. Yay. Oh no way! Yeah, very nice, thoughtful gift. They brought me uh, the twelve-inch single for Faith No More and Booyah Tribe, uh, another body murder. Whoa. Oh no! <laughs> From the Judgment Night soundtrack. Did you? Uh, That's did you end up? Uh, did you uh, bang your head? Bang to your this? head to this? Yeah, <laughs> I have not yet, but I certainly plan to. That's Better. amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That is. That's <laughs> fucking great. Super duper awesome. So thanks. For oh that. man, Judgment yeah. Night. If soundtrack. anyone wants to bring me faith in the murder records at work please do it yeah <laughs> and i'll talk about you on the show <laughs> that's your compensation yeah. i need angel dust specifically it's, it's expensive yeah. <laughs> specifically uh yeah, just so anybody listening to this yeah. bring greg some angel dust to work. yeah yeah not the record <laughs> oh, yeah. the expensive guy yeah. yeah 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 he can't afford it and he needs it yeah. you know they're re-releasing uh angel dust and the real thing on vinyl with all kinds of like oh cool uh, 
like extra shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine Fuck I'll have like a, the patent version of As the Worm Turns and stuff. Yeah, like right. So that's pretty exciting. Was that around Angel Dust time? Yeah, yeah. It's a B-side from it was on the Easy single, I mm. believe. So, which they'll probably have that on there instead of the uh, songs to make love to EP. Yeah, and that's your faith no more corner, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, spiraling out from man, we went all over the place there. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little scattered today. Let, yeah, so, I'm a fucking mess. Um, okay, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, the the trailer for M Night Shyamalan's The Visit. Oh right, <laughs> two trailers came out. Okay. Oh, I only so, saw the one. Yeah, so. I saw the one. That's all I plan to see of this movie. <laughs> I saw the one in theater, and I'll, when I was watching something that I'll get to in a minute. But so M Night Shyamalan released this poster, and it was like, yeah. And I kind of like the poster. It's like this kind of like grandma knitted thing yeah. with a little house and like little rules at grandma's house. And then the last one's like, don't ever come out of your room at night or something. And it was mm. like well designed. And I was like, oh, like a well designed kind of. Cool. And it's got the it's got like the blood smudge yeah. fingerprints and. I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like. Maybe it'll be cool. And then I found out that it was a found footage movie. Yeah, it's a found footage thing. Oh yeah, yeah. well in the trailer, there's a trailer for it. <laughs> I did see the trailer. I didn't notice it being found. Yeah, footage. the kids oh. are filming. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. So they explain more in the international trailer that it's like for a reason. It's for like a a project for school uh, or something. That doesn't make it better. No, no. it doesn't. But um, I didn't know what to make of this thing because it's about like going to grandma's house and the grandma and grandpa are like old and scary and like well, they're grandma, freaking I think out. Grandma is just like grandpa keeps trying to shoot himself in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the funniest thing in the whole yeah. thing. When oh, they, I was like, just cleaning it. I was just cleaning it. <laughs> Here's my question though: Is like I feel like some of it has to be attempting comedy. I yeah, I kind of I was all right with this trailer because. I don't. Well, I, it doesn't seem that serious to me. This seems more like a. It, it has an to. Be. Have you ever seen horror him? movie to me? Y- yeah, yeah, like a campy kind of a yeah, thing. But yeah, have you ever known M Night Shyamalan to have a sense of humor? No. Yeah. yeah. That's why I feel like this is a real dicey The happening is hilarious. really funny. Oh, my God. It's uncontrollably funny. I love that movie. It's It's so fucking hilarious. (laughs) Why I and my lemon drink. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking, it's hilarious. Yeah. Now, that's my thing was like, okay, he did the happening, huge bomb, unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. Did After Earth kind of tried to do something interesting and didn't really do it? No, there no. was things in it that I was like, I could see you trying to do something, but you can't do it. Yeah, uh-huh. but you and accidentally then, put the worst kid in now in history. He's like, oh well, like my other like serious trying to make trees scary movie didn't work, so maybe I'll do one about a grandma. Yeah. And it just feels kind of like, oh, man, just make a... F- like, And then to make it found footage, it's like, I feel like you missed the boat on this M. Night, like maybe 10 yeah, years ago, you totally. could have tried that. Yeah, yeah. Shifting gears to that now seems a little... Yeah. Well, well it, maybe they were like, no money for you, bud. Figure yeah, yeah. Out. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> fallen sure. down the... the, the, the la- like, yeah. runs on the ladder. Yeah. I mean, he was he was sort of in line with Spielberg at one point. Yeah, oh, the first absolutely. two movies. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Then, and now he's working with the Saw guys. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> And he's yeah, doing yeah. found footage. He was, like, yeah. Remember, remember how big he was? Yeah, he was crazy. He was the thing. Well, he like, had uh, you know two back to back. Sense everyone goes nuts for it, and then he just hits the home run. It wasn't quite as financially successful, but critically with Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, and everyone's like, "Great!" And then it's like, "Was <laughs> the, Signs next?" And oh, Signs like, was after that. Ah, yeah, Signs. Well, yeah, some I, good stuff in here. Some good liked, stuff. All I right. Liked hey, third movie. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah. And then the village was like, "What's something's wrong?" <laughs> oh man, that that movie's the goddamn worst. Oh fuck, it sucks so bad. <laughs> and have you seen the Lady in the Water? 
Yes, I am. That is a fucking nightmare. Okay. <laughs> that a is mess. a shambles. Yeah. Um, got it, a great cast. Yeah. yeah, really good. I've heard the Lady in Water described as so in Calvin and Hobbes they play the game Calvin Ball, which yeah. is like there's no rules and you can make up a rule whenever you want, and yeah, then you yeah, can make yeah. continue yeah, to make yeah, up yeah, rules. Yeah. I've heard that movie just described like it's like a movie made like Calvin Ball. Yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah, it is. Everything All under the pretenses. Um, ah, he's writing the story, so whatever the fuck can happen yeah. is happening. Yeah, it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but the part in the visit trailer where the grandma's like, "Can you get into the oven to clean it?" I was yeah. like, "That's funny." Yeah, and I feel like I, if he's trying to make it scary, I'm scared about this movie because it's probably going to be. The a pile of bullshit yeah, but i was like yeah. if you're just making like fun of like grandma tropes and turning them into like a funny scary thing maybe it could but be it, funny at the same time if he's trying really hard to be serious with it maybe it'll be as funny as the happening <laughs> that's true the happening is super funny oh god i, I hope it is i've seen the oh, happening multiple times. a couple of times yeah. and i'll watch it again i Absolutely. can't wait it's so horrible <laughs> i'm not i'm not proud of myself for this fact but i don't want it to be winkingly funny i want him to be really giving it a shot because i love watching him fail <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy it when he fails for some reason. That's weird. Have you it's watched be- The Last Airbender? Uh, no. Check oh, that out. Boy. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not funny. I feel like I should. Yeah, like it's I feel just, like I should, but I've heard so many times. You go through to the other that- side and be like, everyone leave him alone. There's yeah. something wrong with him. <laughs> just, yeah. just let him think. Yeah. Especially when we're at the point where, like, when you see that trailer, when when the tra- when, he, when he produced the the movie about the elevator devil, yeah, yeah, like, mm. and his name came up like in the trailer for a movie that he didn't even make. Yeah, it was just like produced by M Night and. I whenever I saw that trailer, people laughed. People, yeah, the, I totally. had that. And I it was had like, that experience. man, he didn't yeah, even make too. this movie, man. Yeah. Like, just you can't just laugh at a guy's name. Like, well, I was kind of like, I think fucking... you can if that guy has done sufficient ridiculous yeah. shit. Yeah, the most ridiculous in a while, you know. For his, like, and also, big... it's because his, it's because of his, you know, his self importance. Like, he yeah. is the biggest M Night Shyamalan fan. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What else did what I wrote, write, else? write down? I wrote down there's a trailer for a movie that played Midnight Madness last year called Cub. Oh, I saw, yeah, I saw, um, or I read a synopsis or something. That yeah. was awesome. It's, the trailer looks really good. Yeah. Uh, you should definitely check it out if you're interested. It's a foreign film. It played uh, Midnight Madness. Apparently it's very good. It's about like a bunch of uh, Cub Scouts that are out in the woods and there's like a feral like young child that attacks them. Yeah. And the trailer's good. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see that. But uh, won't get yeah, into it too much. Uh, for news, mm-hmm. I wrote from our Facebook page: Miller and Lord and Spider Man, yay! Yeah, uh, <laughs> an animated movie that is not entirely unrelated to the MCU, but not exactly. It in line exists with it in that it's an independent. Uh, it exists within the universe right. of the, the the larger Marvel universe right. type thing, but it's its own independent story. Yeah, in an animated film. Yeah. Which I don't know. Is that computer animated? Are we going to get I don't traditionally know. Animation? All I ever saw was, was animated. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no. Well, good. Whatever they whatever they want to do. I'm like, yeah, yeah go ahead. I would love to see them go back animation. They're, yeah. they're writing um, the treatment and producing. Producing. Excuse me. Um, and, and producing. There's no word uh, whether they'll direct yet or anything, or they'll like write the script or whatever, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I assume they probably will, though. Yeah. I hope they will. Totally, I'd love to yeah. see them. Yeah, do some more animated animated stuff. It's I want it to be exactly like Clone High. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, biggest news, like, or one of the biggest news, Jared Leto in yeah. full Joker makeup. Right. Uh, <laughs> lots of reactions the on the yeah. internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like any of them were good. 
No, yeah. No, because he looks like the worst My Chemical Romance fan ever. <laughs> like, But he looks like every My Chemical Romance well, fan ever. Like, he doesn't even look like a 30 Seconds to Mars fan. <laughs> he looks worse than like, what's, that. I mean, and the damage on the forehead yeah, is that tattoo really of damage on his like, forehead. Uh, it, like it, it feels like oh. they're fucking with me yeah like and it I feels mean, like because I can get past most of them he's not going to be topless for this movie no exactly yeah, right. so I don't have to look at the tattoos yeah but that but, really indicates what they're doing with it yeah it's true and also why is he having what a are they doing? I don't know I don't even get it like because the whole lead up everything else I was kind of like okay like I see that you're you're hitting the killing joke a little bit here. Yeah, a little with the touch pose of the or Dark Knight Returns there, and a couple other things. And I'm like, all right. And then our, that bit of his voice, if that's an actual thing from that yeah. concert, kind of towards the the animated series a bit, where he's just a lot in suits. Oh man, sort of, you know. And I was like, cool. Like that Joker's not been really in live action, but then this was just like a left turn of like, let's go to Hot Topic! Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't fucking get it yeah, at all. Yeah, I think if like, because everybody was posting the frame from the comic that they're trying to invoke with, yeah, him, yeah, with his yeah. hands on his head uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's from the killing joke. Yeah, yeah and I feel like if they wanted to do that, like, why don't you dress him up a little for that? Like, if you're going to leak this as the first poster, like yeah. the first image yeah. of him, like, make it, like, if you are trying to make it look like that, like, put like a, like, it doesn't have to be the purple suit Put no. like like him in some kind of like a suit or a tattered suit or something. I feel like it was mostly just that his body had all those ha 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 tattoos yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah. I think this. I think that it's like the biggest indication of what they're gonna do with him, and they're, and they're gonna make him like like a street punk or something. Is that? I don't know. I mean, there is a storyline where Joker is a little more muscle bound and fit and covered in tattoos. Okay. That is a thing. But oh, that is, is like, an actual thing. Well, See, it's I never not heard like, that. It's not fully canon or anything like that, but there is a storyline where there is that kind of version of the Joker. Because there are many, many versions of the but Joker. That's, but it's stupid, right? Yeah. Uh, no, well, that one's not... I didn't mind it because it's like he just has like these like traditional Japanese tattoos that cover most of his body, like a huge dragon and stuff like that. And it's right. like, you know, whatever. It's not the Joker I want or the one I'm, you know, uh, I grew attached to or something like that but it's it was fine mostly because it's comic and it's throwaway like well this is just like an offshoot it's a one-off yeah you know thing so that's fine it's not like this is good joker forever so yeah i don't know i i I was really thrown off by this because i was starting to inch closer and closer to being like maybe i'm on board for jared leto doing this in the direction they're gonna go but now i kind of feel like i just i Who's this for? <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is the stupidest thing they could have done. I think. I, I mean, it just this, I I don't think this movie is going to be good because it's, there's just too many characters that no one's going to know. Yeah, uh, all these actors rammed into it, and I don't know how. Yeah, and it's such. A, I mean, pulling off Guardians of the Galaxy well, is like one thing. Yeah, it's an unknown property, but this is a. But they did they did the right thing with that. They they yeah. made it like like as far reaching and entertaining as they could. And I feel like this movie is going to try to do that. They're like, oh well, Guardians of the Galaxy introduced a bunch of characters nobody really knew anything about. Yeah, and and they did it this way. So let's do it this way. Yeah, and I feel like there's going to be uh, echoes of of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but not in a good way. No. Yeah, I think He's like. like- Captain Boomerang, man, <laughs> yeah, come on. I don't know. <laughs> See, my thing is like, I feel like they could sell characters that I don't know about because I'm going because it's Batman, and as long as they properly introduce them, yeah. yeah. But I don't know anything about these characters, so if they are kind of like silly things, I just no, think, I don't know anything. I okay, read comics yeah. extensively, and most of these guys, I don't know why, because I wasn't a big DC guy like Marvel, but yeah, like 
Rick Flag and shit. Like, I don't fuck. What? <laughs> yeah. You know. I just think they're stacking the deck against him being able to, like, with this, with they're going with this look. Like, I was kind of like, okay, I think he could maybe, like, I don't think he's the best actor ever, but in the right spots, he's he can good, do he's the. Been very he's good, been, yeah. He yeah. was great in Requiem for a Dream. When he, he was fucking needs, yeah. great in uh, Dallas Buyers. He club. does the, like, I'm disappearing on board for thing. the guy. Yeah. yeah. But this is just a huge step back. Yeah. In my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, weird. So hopefully Although it looks like uh, Affleck is actually he's in Toronto right now to film because they're filming Suicide Squad here. Oh yeah. So it looks like there's gonna be a little Batman in Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. That's I, hopefully they'll they'll release some more uh Joker related things because I feel like they're probably gonna get the get the message that they maybe need to like, oh no, here's what he's gonna like that yeah. was just like a thing it, without a shirt. I, and, like nowhere have I seen a positive reaction to this. No, everybody's like like I feel like this. I feel like like it's a publicity stunt. Like it's mm. a joke because it can't. It does not sure. seem serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were rushed to do something because it was the 75th anniversary of the character. Yeah. I don't know that day. That's when it came out. Yeah. It was the 75th anniversary. So. Right. Well, I don't know. They need but, to do something else now. <laughs> yeah, man. Because I don't know. Yeah. DC. What are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like they they are failing on every level. Well, we don't know. But we don't know that because none of these movies have come out yet. We're all just deciding that yeah. uh, Batman featuring Superman is going to be terrible and uh, <laughs> and Suicide Squad is going to be yeah. a mess. Like we don't know. Maybe they'll pull something off. Totally. I don't well, think they will. But I'm not. I'm not know, wrong. Who knows? Yeah. They're they're crashing and burning. Guys, this is the big. I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else was out there? I I wrote down. Uh, Casey, you posted about the TMNT tweet. Uh, yeah. What was that about? I saw the the car. Uh, yeah. The truck. The, hey, the vehicles for this movie I don't want to see. And yeah. I'll never care about her out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, when I saw those vehicles, I was like, this feels a little like uh, like something about the colors and, and about... Yeah, it looks and, like that... Uh, it, it really yeah. looks like... Van. Yeah. And and that got me a little bit excited. And uh, <laughs> Who saw the... Who else saw that? Casey saw the... Did you see the TMNT movie? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah, god awful. They're really not terrible. even not even I have no I have no reason to to be optimistic about this, but I love Bebop and Bebop 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 and Rocksteady. <laughs> I have a really comfortable pair of Bebops. Yeah. <laughs> that I've been wearing lately. I, are they in it too? Uh, are they finally Bebop doing rock that? But they're going to they'll yeah. mess it up cuz they'll make it look like stupid and yeah. real like like Everyone says that, that that animated one that they did that was just called TMNT. Mm-hmm. I think John Woo like produced it, yeah. and apparently like it's not bad. I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like this like why are you trying to make this a movie with real like like you could do it, but I need it needs to be like cartoony. It's because it's really stupid. The idea. Yeah, <laughs> you, like it <laughs> you needs know? to be like goofy looking foot soldiers and yeah, like yeah. a like a pizza skateboard and like all the toys that we played with. Yeah, it needs to be that kind of like silly. It can't be like. Oh, it's Michael Bay gritty and yeah. like and fucking buildings are falling over and shit. Yeah, like yeah. like it kind of worked in the uh, and I have a soft spot for the original live action because I watched it a lot as a kid. Right, I like too. it a lot. Um, but like they they kind of they kind of forgot the what feel. Are they bring that little brain fella in, can yeah, or whatever, yeah, come fucking, on, uh, just, yeah. just get that. Going. <laughs> but but see, this is this is it for me. Is that I know because it's a Michael Bay averse, it's going to be asinine. Yeah. But but I feel like the more he tries to 
to shoehorn Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ridiculousness into his gritty real life, the the, the more hilarious it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry is uh, is in. Is, is he in the guy who turns into the fly, the fly guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's going to be in number is that two. Going to happen because uh, Tyler yeah. Tyler Perry is playing a giant fly. Yeah, you're I back in, right? Down for this. I <laughs> Listen, I don't think he read the script much like Gone Girl. It's <laughs> like the yeah, Gone yeah. Girl. He'll yeah. get here and be like, Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no, read any of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You said Jesus. I thought you said Jesus. Yeah. I thought you said Teenage Mutant Jesus. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I stopped reading and I said yeah. yes. I thought this you said offensive. Tyler Perry presents go back to Turtles. making uh, cross-dressing movies about a lady who may or may not have been a prostitute and drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This movie's not as racist as I like them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what, what did you guys watch? I watched a, a bunch of stuff. I also watched a bunch of stuff. I Watched a little bit of stuff. Okay. I saw an extra movie in theaters this week. Ooh. Yeah. I don't often go to the theaters Richie when I don't have Rich. to. I know. Spending haircut money. <laughs> <laughs> going to the theater. Mm. <laughs> what uh, uh, would you see in what'd the you theater? See? Well, I went and, uh, as I mentioned, I saw the trailer for The Visit before I went and saw uh-huh. Unfriended. The, oh, why did you see that? Because uh, I wanted to. Oh, really? I was very interested. How is it? It's good. I've actually heard that. It's not... Okay, so Unfriended is the film that takes place entirely on one uh, character's computer screen. There's no cuts of any kind. It's just here's a computer screen and there's Skype and things. She's Skyping with her friends and stuff and, and it all happens within that and chat chat windows and stuff. I saw an episode of uh, Modern Family that was like that. Oh, and yeah? It irritated me to no end. <laughs> <laughs> now, this movie is about basically a bunch a group of friends who Skype a lot um, it, it one thing that this movie does nail is kind of how teenagers use computers to, to communicate they're all just kind of like hanging out on Skype all night yeah. which is totally what like younger people do That's it's insane. like an extension of like like my generation is <laughs> just like talking on MSN all night uh-huh. um, so it, it's like the, all these friends and it's the anniversary of a uh, student who committed suicide after being super bullied after a video was released of her uh, super drunk at a party and and a bunch of other things at this party and basically it just um, it all takes place on the screen and it it be, it's um I, re- I really liked a lot about it but it's not great yeah and the thing that's wrong with this picture is that about halfway through it just turns into like a yelling move like a lot of them skype yelling at each other like oh we got to figure something out oh no i can't believe this is happening yeah. and it gets grating yeah yeah and and some of the kind of like quote unquote like kills are kind of like okay you didn't need to go that far but the movie has a real like obvious but a message to it a very like anti-bullying kind of like if you are you know complacent in this kind of thing to any extent you are going to like you're basically you're guilty too right and and like a lot of good genre movies it has that running through it to the point where like there's things where it's like you know the only way that you can kind of like save yourself if you've been complacent in something like this is by like like admitting that you were like a part of it and all this stuff and it and it and it really works well and it's and it's not manipulative and it is like kind of an obvious anti-bullying thing but it actually kind of works its way into like fair emotion by the end of it like yeah. i felt really bad for the like ghost like revenge character right. i was like this i felt like genuinely like upset is about the it. ghost in the computer 
Is yeah, it like and, Russell Crowe? And that that leads to some <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff in here that can be laughed at, like like the like things with like windows that you can't close because there's no buttons on it anymore and stuff. That's what that okay that that's my biggest problem with this movie is like I feel like I'll be too removed. Like yeah. I'm watching somebody watch their computer. I feel like that that there's and nothing scary. About there are things, and it, it's not really scary. I wasn't scared. No, and it cheats a little bit with like some jump scares, but it does a really cool thing, which is a a lot of plot is revealed through the way the main character types and deletes and then retypes things. Right. So when she's like talking to people and answering questions, she'll like start to type something and then like I don't want to say that and yeah. t- type something else. Right. And it's a really kind of smart way to reveal things. Yeah. Like a whole backstory is revealed that way and it kind of like a it just kind of happens and you're like, "Oh, Okay, and nobody needed to just be like, well, because of this thing that happened, like that's why this, this character's acting that way. It's kind of just organically revealed. Yeah. And a lot of stuff happens in the movie that way. Right. And it's very smarter than it needs to be. Yeah. And and uh, it, it, it's not like amazing. It's not super scary, but mm. I was like, I'm really glad that I saw that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll, that'll be a Netflix one. Yeah. Sounds like an easy watch. Yeah, at yeah. At least. Yeah. There's, yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I, th- I thought it was a, a fun movie. Yeah, and and you and and it's just like uh, it's kind of a revenge movie, and and everybody gets what they uh, deserved. Right. <laughs> you're, uh, so I, you're kind of like, yeah, okay. I'm 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 pretty cheap for that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I do enjoy it when uh, someone gets their comeuppance. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. It's a de- it's a total comeuppance movie, but yeah. it is kind of like yeah. There's elements where you're like, okay, this starts to get goofy but yeah. overall i was like well executed kind of new way to tell a story that isn't just like f- someone found the footage yeah yeah i just hope this doesn't become a genre computer screen horror <laughs> well there's a few <laughs> other movies um there's a movie called open windows that takes place entirely on a computer screen that has uh oh so it already is a genre yeah there's a couple fucking yikes yeah directed by this guy that made a movie called time crimes I'm, oh, I've seen that movie. Yeah. That's a great fucking movie. Yeah, that director made a movie called Open Windows with what's his name from the Maniac remake. Why can't I fucking Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood. Yeah, apparently yeah. it's not so great though. Huh. Time, but time crimes. crimes is awesome. Yeah. Time crimes. It's no, a porn movie. he's one of the dudes uh, who who had a vignette in uh, the first ABCs of horror. Yeah, I, I think I so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time crimes, so fucking good. Oh, what yeah, a good I remember movie. you telling me about it. Mm, yeah, check that out. I didn't watch it, just to spite you. <laughs> <laughs> I have more, but what else, What did you see, Casey? Let's go around. Uh, okay, yeah, I saw a bunch of really great stuff. First off, uh, as my my quote uh, indicates, yeah. I showed Myos uh, the jerk Yeah, uh-huh. uh, for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> w- 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 what, are you going to not love that movie? Yeah, it's he really hates cans. Uh, <laughs> he hates these cans. He hates these cans. <laughs> it's 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 funnier every time you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. The whole lying in bed and explaining how the uh, like the last two weeks have felt like. like <laughs> and he's explaining how every day, well, this day felt like two days. <laughs> and, then the, and then there was that day where you were at your mother's. And that, that just felt like a day. <laughs> it's... It's so brilliantly performed, and it's all one shot. It just it that that movie is the perfect encapsulation of why Steve Martin is an absolute genius. Yeah, yeah. he has so because there's so many like we're trying to figure out what the best scene in the jerk is. Yeah, because you know, there's, uh, yeah. there's that. There's 
the leaving uh, scene. The leaving scene is, I think, that other thing you would go to to be like, well, yeah. this is just so unbelievably, unbelievably funny for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I don't every, need anything. And er, every beat for the, of that, <laughs> yeah. when it starts everything. to become like, okay, well, obviously he's standing next to the chair. Yeah. yeah. But then when he goes, why well, need this? <laughs> yeah. The way that he says it, it's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, that. That was just. Just so satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> I just got uh, Steve Martin's uh, Wild and Crazy Guy album on vinyl. Oh, man, I have oh, that on wow. vinyl. Oh, boy. So good. That just, yeah. I was so excited to yeah. just sit down and listen to that because I wore <laughs> my tape out when I was a kid just over and over and over and over. It was the only thing that could make me not listen to my George Carlin album. <laughs> yeah. Go to the Steve Martin record because it's just, and it's so, because they aren't really jokes or bits. No, like, no. It's like this weird uh, bits. Uh, it's like yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like this, uh, just almost like stream of consciousness, and it's it's it's. I think it only can be done like because he's so fucking smart. Yeah, uh, how that works, and his timing is just unbelievably ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my dad's uh, copy of that record. Like mm-hmm. I took it from it when I was younger, and just yeah. fucking listened to it like over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good, so good, yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. That's cheese, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's one of the things I watched. What uh-huh. did you watch? I watched uh, Cold in July. Mm. Um, I saw that a second time because uh, I I know I came on the show and was kind of like I did not feel much yeah. about that movie, and then I watched it a second time uh, uh, a while it, ago. Is that like a small town crime type of t- is sort of? Ryan Cranston in that? No. no. What am I thinking of? It doesn't know. matter. What Watley. Uh, <laughs> Tim You're Watley. thinking of the one. There was one where he was like <laughs> thinking of Seinfeld. There yeah. was one where he was like a blind, like kill, like a like assassin or something. Yeah, that looked like it could have been good, but then didn't get great reviews. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. What's called. cold in July? Uh, <laughs> many things. <laughs> uh, it's it's with uh, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, and um, uh, Sam Shepard and Don Johnson. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, what did you think? A of lot it? of people really dug this movie, and it's it kind of got it would come up in conversation with things like uh, Blue Ruin and, and, and the guest a little and the guest, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, because I saw it around the same time I saw Blue Ruin, right? And that uh, was why when I first saw it, I was like, "Well, fuck this movie! I love blue, fucking Blue Ruin, man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I watched it last night, and I was really really digging it until I wasn't. It just uh, <clears throat> so I could somewhere halfway through. Because all the performances are really good, mm-hmm. and it looks good, and yeah. I like the feeling of it. Uh, but it just it stopped. It I I don't know where it went to and how like the climax. I'm like this feels like it's a different movie now. Yeah. And then when it ended, I'm like, I don't know why anyone did anything in this movie. Like I don't really know what <laughs> yeah. the motivation was. Like like the motivation in Blue Ruin is so clear oh, so and evident, and, perfect and clear. Yeah, and just so like oh the whole time you're like oh yeah. <laughs> and this I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all of you. Blue Ruin is like there's such a fucking point in this yeah. movie that he, like like you know you see everything from this character's perspective and, and it doesn't belabor itself. No, and yeah, there's yeah. zero yeah. fat on that. Movie. And no, Cold no, totally. in July is kind of like oh you're just having a genre exercise where you like right, like right. John God, Carpenter and you and and I did say I saw it a second time I warmed up to it a little on the second yeah. watch because the first time I watched it I was like I get it you fucking saw Carpenter movies you you love noir stuff you got the font from the Carpenter movies you yeah. got someone to do some synth things which i should love yeah but like it just felt so like 
And then by the end of it, it becomes so violent, and it, it feels like it's dragging you through it. And it's yeah, like, yeah, is it yeah. this fucking gross and crazy? All these people no, are getting isn't. murdered. Like, and you're like, I get I it, man. I saw movies in the 90s. Yeah. But the second time I watched it, I was able just to kind of like accept it as a genre yeah. and be like, okay, well, the, I'm the getting... the performances are great, yeah. man. Like, Michael C. Hall is awesome in it. And Don Johnson. Sean Don Johnson's is really, really good in it. Yeah. Really fucking good in it. And fucking uh, Kurt Russell's kid, uh, Wyatt Russell. He's yeah. fucking great in it, too. Yeah. It's just um, by the end of it, you are, you're right. You are kind of like, all right. Like, I don't know why this isn't how I want this to end, and yeah. I still don't know why anyone's here. Especially with the end of Blue Ruin, and I couldn't help but continue to compare it. But like the yeah. end of Blue Ruin, even when it introduces more characters to have a kind of standoff, you mm. get it. You're yeah. like, yeah. oh, yeah. fucking. And, Absolutely. And you know why everybody is doing what they're doing. And this movie's just like, oh, shit, we're all shooting each other. And, yeah. and this happened? Well, how about if this happens? Yeah. It's It's about the point where, like, it. I remember there's a scene in the movie where they discover, like, tapes. Yeah. And they start watching the tapes, and they're like, all right, you're just pushing my buttons. That's a movie. Like, isn't this fucked up? Like, if this is what's happening. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like, don't. It's not compelling, though. Yeah. But, yeah, and it was a bummer because I was really down for it for a while. Yeah, it's, it's got a good, like,. Opening, yeah, no, it sets up great, and again, Michael C. Hall, really, really good. Now, you know, yeah. he's not off. I, I, I believe this is the first film I've seen where he's been the lead. Yeah, and he handled it well. Um, and I like the look of it. It's shot well. The lighting yeah. is great. The, you know, the I liked the music, but it was yeah, just, no, it just didn't good. have anything going on underneath it. Totally. And I feel, and I did feel like I watched it too close to to Blue Ruin but well, I, I watched it yeah. super far away from and Blue Ruin I, yeah. and, yeah. I was just happy because so many people were freaking out about it and I was like it's fine yeah, it's, it's fine, really, but it's, it's not, really pretty yeah. okay <laughs> like it's not bad check it no, out definitely totally. check it out it's a good movie just don't yeah. you know don't expect the greatest movie that's ever no. made just a good indie yeah something part of the re- <laughs> and, and the guy the director of this movie did a movie called We Are What We Are which is a remake a can- about um a, like a cannibal a family of cannibals so I saw that Holy at After Dark and I was like man I did not like that one and yeah, then he did this and I, I was like no I see yeah I was like I see what I didn't like in his last movie in this and then I'm also mm. comparing it to Blue Ruin so it's like it kind of yeah. was set up to fail yeah. but uh, yeah I did see it a second time and I was like eh, it's it's better mm. I didn't have such an aggressively bad like people should definitely check it out yeah you're yeah, right it's but. good it's a good like like indie yeah. thriller you know is it on the flex it is uh, yeah. on Canadian Netflix oh, oh wow Canada <laughs> But Can- just Canadian yeah, Netflix, yeah. where all of the mediocre shit goes. Uh, <laughs> just turn Sometimes around, yeah. we have the good stuff. Sometimes we're a little better than the states. Yeah. The states, the one that one gets overwhelmed with uh, reality shows. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Too much of that <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, speaking of Netflix, I won't stay long on this because it was a movie that I didn't stay long on. I turned it off. Oh, but uh, I started to watch a movie that it kept showing to me called Killer Legends about a. It's a documentary. About like urban legends, and it's like about. Oh, uh, I turned that off too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Because it, so this movie, Killer Legends, is it's by the guys that did Cropsey. Yeah, right? and I liked yeah, Cropsey. I did too. And I know people, specifically my brother and some other friends of mine, that had a problem with Cropsey because of the filmmakers, the way that they kind of like structured Cropsey around themselves and are kind of like the yeah, audi- I get the that. audience. I wasn't totally yeah, cool with that either. But I was fine with it in Cropsey, and then the story is interesting. Exactly. Yeah. And then I started watching this movie, Killer. Legends. And I was like, yeah. I'm so up for everything that this movie is about. Yeah. I want to see a documentary about like the town that dreaded sundown, yeah. Uh, yeah. how that connects to real life, yeah. and, and all the other things that they are eventually go into that I didn't watch. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but but it is it is really just like them 
walking around and it feels so like okay we gotta like stand here and do this thing where we realize oh that means that that it must be over here and it's just the whole thing just feels so i don't think i made it 20 minutes it just yeah it feels (laughs) so like here and and the first five minutes are like remember when we made cropsy so i made a movie called cropsy and we were like well we're making this movie cropsy about this movie it's about called (laughs) cropsy it's like like the first 10 minutes just like so here we are the filmmakers that made the movie cropsy you're like okay fucking (laughs) and then they get to the stuff and it's just yeah it feels so much like we need to be the like spine of this film because we are and they're like standing up like by cars with like their notepads like well that means oh we, we gotta go over there now and you're like oh, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just uh, really yeah. I had to turn it off it's a bummer. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. somebody make a better movie and it sucks because <laughs> do it you can tell that like they did a lot of work like they're going to the town mm. from the town that dreaded sundown and like like they, they talk about how like the papers are talking about how they're there to like investigate and like yeah. this is a lot of investigative stuff that they've done but they framed it all around two unlikable people yeah. are they and on top of it all they're unlikable. there's just something about them like they don't do anything like stoop like annoying it's just like them like I don't know, just well, something about gross. the guy. It's gross when when people make a, a documentary that's not about themselves and yeah. put themselves into. Like it. they could have narrated it and not just been like, "Here we are." Like when when all the interviews are them like walking around and and you and you have the director with like it, or one of the two directors with like his hands in his pockets. Like it feel I feel like he's acting. Yeah, uh, they can't they can't come off like. What's the problem with casual. reality shows? Is is that there's there's nothing re- real about it because yeah. people aren't real when there's a camera on. Yeah, them. they yeah. like go to like the microfiche station and you're like, this doesn't feel real. This just feels like a bad movie. Yeah, yeah, skipped it. Uh, well, I saw a documentary that uh, that does that uh, quite well. Yeah, uh, uh, and also um, just uh, makes you cry <laughs> a lot. I saw Life Itself. Oh, I want to see that. What is oh that? boy, Life What's Itself it? is the Roger e- Ebert oh, uh, documentary. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to see that. Oh boy, I watched it twice. Yeah, because uh, uh, I uh, we started watching it um, late, uh, like at about like which is crazy late for us, eleven thirty. Yeah, and I was so tired, but I could not sleep. Like I, I just I yeah. sat there wide eyed watching yeah. the thing. And uh, but Maya fell asleep, so she wanted she, she wanted to to watch what she hadn't watched the next day. So I watched it again. Yeah, the very next day, it's. It is emotionally exhausting. Uh, it, it's so fascinating, and and it's just a really uh, real picture of of his life and mm-hmm. who he was. And yeah. it doesn't. And it says, you know, he was a petulant asshole sometimes, <laughs> a lot of the time. And him and Gene Siskel were a couple of fucking fighting little. Oh babies. yeah, did they have the footage <laughs> but of them fighting? Yeah, I love which that is stuff. fucking captivating. So good, but it. It resolves their relationship in the most beautiful and and heartbreaking way, and it, it, it like his his whole fight with cancer and the way Gene Siskel's death informed his own fight with cancer is it, it just it takes the most true to life situation and and who this man is and it doesn't overblow like he's not yeah. overblown and it doesn't mm. like is overstate its case and and it's told um a lot of the the narrative is uh Roger Ebert narrating the book of life itself yeah oh, wow. so they use they use That's the awesome. you know the book on tape or the whatever the yeah, audio yeah. files of that to narrate the the this movie which is phenomenal which works so well and and he uses sort of like his uh his uh the filmmaker's interactions with him online and and yeah. and uh so he inserts himself sort of but as 
as the 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 viewer the like as the viewer basically yeah um i i can't rec- uh, recommend it uh, highly enough again i uh, i don't really cry that easy at, at at movies but man this thing will fucking choke you the fuck up and yeah. if, and if it doesn't if it doesn't, maybe I'm just a pussy. But if it, it or maybe you're a horrible robot. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, it's it's. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I need to watch that. I've been fucking putting it off, but yeah. I really want to. Yeah, yeah. Great. What else? Great stuff. What else? I else? fell asleep watching something. Okay. That I was trying so hard to stay awake <laughs> for. Uh, but oh, good golly! I decided <laughs> to watch Greg's sleepy film corner. Yeah. yeah, I decided to watch something from one of those uh, YouTube channels. That, oh, uh, oh, they, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. old cult movie YouTube channels. Oh man! And I was just like, I don't even know what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, and I was just like flipping around or whatever. And now I've forgotten what the name of it is. Hold on, while I look it up. <laughs> uh, Should have watched Light Blast. Uh, well, I, I was like, I was you like, gotta I gotta pick something and just like go with it here, and I just want some actiony kind of yeah shit, you know. Um, so here, let me just type in the uh, director here. <laughs> uh-huh. Type, uh, it's a uh, Bruno. Uh, oh, Matai. Bruno Matai. Yeah. Oh boy, it's a <laughs> he's listen. He's very good. Yeah. Uh, uh, he has a huge filmography. So oh, let totally. me get down here to nineteen eighty-eight or nine. I guess it was there. The was this the? Did you watch the Alien, ri- the Terminator yeah. ripoff? Shocking, Shocking Dark. Dark. Oh it. man, yeah. oh. I've been meaning to watch that. <laughs> so yeah, Shocking Dark is a pretty blatant Aliens <sighs> ripoff. It was sold overseas as Terminator Two. Yeah. <laughs> oh that. <laughs> yeah, before Terminator Two had two years. Well, yeah. Two years before Terminator Two was like we're gonna rip off one James Cameron movie, but yeah, after another one that has. Yeah. Um. I think we. I had this on a list of like potential time bandits, but it passes by the year passes by because there's mm. just too much. Yeah, but I was like, oh, fuck. It's, we, it's it's a bummer we didn't do it for yeah. time bandits. We'll have to like I will buy broken this on VHS machine. and do it for video vengeance or broken time machine yeah. episode time bandits because I I saw like a half an hour maybe forty minutes <laughs> and I laughed out loud, which I don't normally do if I'm watching a bad movie alone. Yeah, uh, like a number of times. There's, <laughs> like there's so much weird acting because it is an aliens ripoff. Absolutely. Yeah. But it also kind of like, well, let's do a little bit of the thing and a little yeah. bit of uh, the 1978 body snatchers, <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of like, oh, oh not a lot. The but one guy, one because one guy is like, I don't know what happened to him because I didn't see the whole movie, but he's just some guy and he's gone nuts because of aliens or something like that. I don't know if they're in him or not or he's yeah. an alien, but he's all like, I talk like this now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you yes. an alien? Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, he's, I'm like, is this supposed to be scary or intimidating? Because yeah. I I guess it is. Because if somebody was talking to me like that, that, like, that much fervor, I'd be terrified. I, I don't, oh, man. This was just, I was just in heaven. Yeah. I was just so, so happy. And so much. And then a bunch of the acting is just like, I don't know where they filmed it or who was involved because some of the guys just seem like we're a Canadian age. Eh? Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to go get that guy. <laughs> the, you oh, can, there's just the most fantastic out of control acting in yeah. this. Yeah, I, I've oh, only seen shocking dark. I've only seen one clip from it because there's, there is the clip on YouTube that that has been passed around a lot of like. There's a scene in the movie that is just the scene from Aliens where uh. they have the thing and they're like, boop. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they're yeah, waiting yeah. for it, and they're like, "Where is it, man?" Boop, yeah. boop, boop, boop. Well, where is it? it? Eh? 
<laughs> Where is it, eh? Oh, it's right above my 2K. <laughs> yeah, and they do that thing where, it, but I think it, it's below them game or something. Game over, game over. You're done, eh? No, take <laughs> off, you stupid aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like they just literally were like, oh, that's a scene. We do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do it. They don't know what to do with it either. She's like, beep, beep. They're fuck, They're over there, I think. They're like, oh, they're coming. Yeah, close the door. <laughs> I want to see Bob and Doug do aliens. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know Bob and Doug's movie in uh, uh, in uh, Strange Brew? Yeah, the yeah. One that, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. But yeah, it's on that, uh, what are the two YouTube channels? Uh, one's called Video Force 1980, yeah, and then the and other then one's the, Atomic Cyborg. Right, I think it was on Video Force yeah. is where I found it. Oh, man. But if you just look, if you just put in Shocking Dark you'll full find movie it, yeah. on YouTube, you'll probably find it. Yeah. But, oh, man, if you like bad movies, this thing is a <laughs> fucking gem. I think I will watch that. That's cannot wait fantastic. to see the rest of it. Man, cannot wait. Make a, make a pit stop for Action USA or yeah. What's the laser Light one? Blast. Light Blast. Light yeah. Blast. Light Blast with... Uh, Eric Estrada and lasers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want. I totally. Want um, I watched something. Speaking of Casey's crying. Yeah, I you watched, watched Casey cry. Oh my god! Watched you Casey watched me cry. through the window while I was watching Life <laughs> I itself. Did. You wuss. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie called Testament from 1983, mm-hmm. um, which is basically it was filmed as a TV movie, and then um, Paramount liked it so much that they put it into theaters. It's basically a sort of after the bomb film because it comes around the time that there was that TV movie with Steve Gutenberg the day oh, after. Oh, I know what the, Yeah, fuck, I know what this so is. So this is just basically like one family, uh, a portrait of like one family and the town they live in and a bomb drops. There's yeah, no yeah, explosion yeah. in the movie. It, no, no, things no, no, go no. white and then you see everything that they deal with after the fact yeah. on with a very kind of tight lens. You don't see like... No, it never cuts to like a general. It never cuts yeah, to right. like anything military. You just hear things over the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so, it's really good. Yeah, and there I, are th- I've heard about this forever. Yeah. I'm dying to see it. There are things in it that feel a little weird because it's it's it is a little dated. But um, the the main char- the main actress Jane Alexander basically has to like hold the f- down the whole film um, yeah. as the mother, and basically like her husband was away at work and never comes back after the bomb drops and it's just basically like I guess he's dead right. and she basically has to sort of like have all the kids and like deal with everything and it's just a movie about her like clinging to hope and it and it it, it is so good in that like it spends the first 20 or 25 minutes just like a Spielberg movie like here's their life Here's their like fun family morning, and the dad takes the kid on a bike ride, and one of them doesn't want to eat the cereal. And it's all kind of cute stuff at home, yeah. and then the stuff happens, and then there's this very slow, like um, degradation of like here's everything that happens. Okay, uh, people's babies are dying because of radiation, and then like more and more things are happening, and it and it kind of gets to the point where it's like, oh no, like these these people are gonna die, mm-hmm. and it and it is so good. Um, at like portraying that because like she even has a discussion at one point with like her daughter asks about like what's it like to make love and she's telling her and it's that kind of like birds and the bees talk but it's like oh no underneath this birds and the bees talk is her daughter's never going to get to yeah. she's never going to grow up her right. daughter's never going to fall in love and it's just basically like fucking heartbreaking wow. <laughs> yeah and then it, it gets to other stuff that is even more uh, fucking heartbreaking like what would you do if a kid of yours died and you had to like 
yeah, it's just it 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 it's crazy. And um, I feel like I'm gonna skip this one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 really good. Um, and uh, Kevin Costner has a small role in it. I came extremely cro- close to crying, but it has like kind of a hopeful thing at the end of it. It's I would recommend it. There are moments yeah. where you're like, okay, the dialogue is a little dated and stuff, but like it is fucking. I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, um, it's come up a lot in like one of those like impossible not to get choked up movies, yeah. like a big tearjerker. Totally. Thing. And if you're a fan of, you know, sort of Those, post-apocalyptic yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, I've never of, seen it it done like this, because it doesn't, yeah. like, things don't go all dusty, and it's it's like, you know, like, the darkness doesn't roll in, and, you know, right. people aren't all, it's not like the road, where they're, like, walking around scavenging for stuff. It's just like, oh, like, everyone in the town's got to, like, pile their batteries together, because, like, this is something yeah. that we need to do now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's definitely awesome. worth watching. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'll try and watch it this week, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's on YouTube as something you can rent. I rented it for like three ninety nine on YouTube. Sweet, yeah. Huh. I uh, I watched uh, a whole series because um, it's only eight episodes. I watched uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how is that? Uh, it's great. Yeah. Because yeah. I heard that it wasn't, and I was like, but I want to believe that it is. Well, <laughs> it's it's great with problems. Um, but the problems aren't the fault of the show. Yeah. Uh, well, and yet they sort of are. Uh, and that's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's really funny. They are fucking great. Um, it's been canceled. So, uh, you know, there will be no more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is weird because, uh, I just, uh, found out that, um, IFC also canceled birthday boys after two seasons. And I'm like. Really? IFC's canceling things now? That's what I'm thinking. That's the thing that's happening? (laughs) Yeah. That's not cool. Uh, But uh, the problem with it is that it is not in its tone or in its jokes or anything, because its tone is great. Its jokes are fantastic. It's genuinely funny, and they're genuinely great, and it's got, you know, like, cameo after cameo after cameo of people in the L.A. scene, which, for me, I'm a big L.A. comedy nerd. Uh, uh, I absolutely loved it. The problem is it's uh, semi-surreal look at a comedy band uh with kind of a slick tone and they do their songs every once in a while and I'm like I've seen that I've yeah. seen I've seen th- that exact yeah. thing with uh Flight of the Concords yeah. um and it's them as themselves I mean this is Flight of the Concords or you know not tonally but you know it's a Seinfeld thing it yeah. it's just it's it, Marin you know it, it's something that's being done so much now that it, that the world just didn't need another one of these, yeah. but it's a real shame because the comedy is great. Yeah, um, and and uh, Ricky Lindholm and and uh, Kate McCucci are both genuinely funny people. Totally, mm. and their their personas are it's a heightened persona type of thing. Their personas in this are are well drawn and fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's just it's nothing you haven't seen before. Yeah, conceptually. So I could see why people turned off of it. Yeah. But it's it's a real shame because there's a lot of promise there. Yeah. Like I like them on podcasts. I like a lot of yeah. their songs. So yeah. yeah. I just I wish that that there was more of a um, like a twist or something. Uh, I just I wish that this hadn't been done before because yeah. I like the way that they did it. 
Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because um, I was like, all, like with their songs, like their songs are so kind of like literal to the characters that they are portraying as like their heightened versions. Like yeah. you almost could just not make it be a bit like why it could have just been like here's two people that live their life not as a band and then like the songs comment on that yeah and and they could have just broken into song it could be a yeah. semi-musical thing um because there was enough of a surrealist edge yeah right uh but the fact that they made it specifically about their although you know a lot of their um the storylines obviously hinge on that on yeah. them going and doing shows but it really is it's so it's so much like flight of the concords where you know they're the sort of downtrodden they're yeah. not very popular and uh, uh, people don't go to their shows kind of thing yeah um it, it, it's just it's too alike it's too similar that that i i just i feel like people were like oh i've seen this yeah i don't need to see this again yeah, I can see that, but uh, but yeah, it's a shame because because it's genuinely funny and and came by its comedy quite honestly. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'm gonna check it out for sure. It seems like something that I could just throw on like it, on the it's, on on uh, Netflix kind of it, thing. It's insanely easy to watch. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the co- like that's what Comedy Bang Bang does for me when it, when it hits like when their old seasons hit. Uh, uh, Netflix. Netflix yeah. It's like the good, just like ah, oh, what do I want to watch? I'll put one of these on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just insanely easy to watch and and just so likable. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what else? I don't have anything else. I watched something that I hated that I'm not even gonna bother. I watched <laughs> I watched something yeah. else, but I'll tie it into something else. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring up uh, an email we got. Oh yeah. Uh, last week from uh, Tony D'Amico. Yeah. Yeah. In, Love that uh, guy. Chicago. Yeah. Totally. Um, and he, I just kind of, it's just stuff that's cool to talk about. He brought up uh, a lot of the music stuff that we totally. talked about on here. We don't talk about a ton of music in the tidbit committee, but always with the punishment albums. Uh, and of course on time band, it's quite a bit. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's cool. I like that people have been writing in about the music a little bit more yeah. and more because not everybody's a big music, uh, listener totally. or, you know, aficionado, but you don't have to be at all to enjoy music, which is what's great about yeah. it. But I like some people are testing some of these albums out and, and liking them yeah, and not or liking not, them, yeah. which is cool. And that's really good to do. I'm glad people are, it's good to stretch out your wheelhouse and jump into things totally. that you don't know anything about because yeah. then you know about it and you yeah. either love it or it's like, well, I know that I don't like that and why now? <laughs> yeah. And I, I liked that his email very specifically said, like, you know, usually I listen to electronic and kind of dance music and stuff and, and I know you guys talked about this or that. Yeah. And like, kind of wanted to test it out. And so cool that he would even, like, say, you know, oh, they're talking about that album. It's not what I would like, but I'll try it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Um, I know, And I did notice that he said here uh, he loves techno, trance, and dance music as well as rap, metal, et cetera, which yeah. I know you guys don't like very much, which I don't think is true. Yeah. Uh, I don't like any. I like metal. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the rest of it, you're bang on. Well, I don't know. You like some rap. I like some rap. That's yeah. True. I like all of those genres. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I guess like the metal stuff doesn't come up as much because I feel like it's a little exclusionary. Like yeah, I really hint like thought about doing some like intense metal albums for some punishment albums here and there, but I didn't. So for uh, so Tony, if you're a metal listener and you live in Chicago, oh yeah, I wanted to bring up that uh, yeah. my brother is in a fucking excellent death metal band in Chicago and I don't know why I've never mentioned it on the show before <laughs> but uh, they're really fucking good and they've toured Europe a couple of times they're called Dissenter and you can hear all this shit I think he just put all their albums up for free on Bandcamp so go to dissenter.bandcamp uh, yeah they have an amazing album called As We Burn that I think is my favorite welcome to Oblivion very good too and they have a brand new one so you live in Chicago Tony so that's your scene check yeah, it out guy totally uh, 
Um, and also, I noticed that he didn't really did. He started liking the Killing Joke album, but then didn't. But if you're a metal guy, then you've got to go to the other the self-titled one starting in 2003 because that's when they stopped being a post-punk band and became more of a proto-metal band. Yeah. <laughs> so there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thank you for for emailing in. Yeah. And um, if anybody has thoughts on the music or things like that or suggestions for punishment albums totally. to give to the other guys, please write in. Let us know what you think. Of yeah. Because I like I like. You know whether I agree with it, it, will it if it'll be a good album or not? Yeah, I just I like I like that to to include the audience and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. I think yeah. that that's kind of let's fun. let's Both say here. everybody listening, uh, email us at info at modernsuperior dot com. Recommend us albums for the punishment album, whether they are albums you think that will be funny because they're so bad, or you or, know what we think of it, or re- yeah, let us yeah. know an album that you love or what what you would think that we might like or might not like, and we'll create a list and then we can have that list so if any of us are just kind of like we're going to go to our listener suggestion this week as a punishment album mm-hmm. it can be there as a thing that we do once in a while yeah so yeah. so email those at to info at modernsuperior.com i think that'd be cool fuck yeah and we'll, yeah. we'll like make a list with like the names of people and we'll be like oh well i didn't know what to give today so i went to the list and yeah, i saw yeah, that absolutely. you know this person said to do this yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing, yeah. yeah. So hit us up. And if you're a metal fan, go to uh, com and check out my brother's fucking awesome band. Yeah. Real we should good. Put, put that up on the Facebook and stuff. I should. Yeah. 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 Sweet. We'll do that it's after the episode good. drops. Yeah. yeah. You've you've put the, them on at uh, Rancho. I have. I in have. the day. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so good. It's very heavy. Um. Yeah, I, I, I like metal, but you're right. Like, it is weird to, like, not. I, I feel like I haven't. I, I'm very surface level metal guy. Yeah. Like I listen to like a lot of the like Georgia stuff, but well, that's fine. That's a yeah. great scene. Totally. And I think it's introduced a lot of people to a wider yeah. or that didn't know they were into metal that yeah. there's ways to listen to metal because it's all totally so many genres. There's so many different kinds, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um anyway. Yeah. Well, that's about an hour. Is that an hour? <laughs> great. Yeah, we filled it. Um <laughs> No, uh, let's uh, let's get on over to film roulette. Unless there's anything else that we need to talk about, was there anything else? I don't, no, no, I don't I don't that's know. it. I'm okay. all done. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, if you'd like to, on the note of the email, if you'd like to rate and review us in iTunes, you can do that. That would be super wonderful. And you can also go to modernspirit.com and click on donate. There are ways for you to help us there. Uh, so check all that stuff out. And for now, we will go on over to Film Roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Greg and I went and saw X Machina and the loser has to go see something bad. This week, Casey went and saw The Age of Adeline, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. And last week, Casey gave us an album by Ninja Sex Party that we will review. And then he will be able to give us another one. And uh, then we'll roll to see who gets to go see The Avengers. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we all get to see the Avengers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, you'll know what that means in a bit. <laughs> um, this week, as I mentioned, Greg and I saw Ex Machina, directed by Alex Garland, written and directed by Alex Garland. You may recognize his name from movies such as 28 Days Later. He wrote the book for The Beach, and I believe the screenplay as well. Longtime collaborator with Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his big movies were written by Alex Garland. Yep. And this is his debut uh, film as a director. Mm-hmm. It stars Dom Hall Gleason, Oscar Isaac, and Alicia Vikander, and some other people, but those are kind of the... 
three three main performances yeah. and characters in this film. Yes. Um, IMDb describes the synopsis as a young programmer is selected to participate in a breakthrough experiment in artificial intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a breathtaking female AI. Um, this movie has been getting a lot of positive buzz, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm really excited to talk about this film. So excited to talk about this film because I have been trying to think about ways to talk about this movie. Yeah. Because um, I feel like this movie left me with a lot of things <laughs> on my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you think about it? Um, yeah, it, there's... Uh, there's so... I feel there's like a there's lot a lot to talk about, and I've been talking about the movie because I saw it a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I've been talking about it quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, with I, the theme. <laughs> we saw it together, and so we've been sort of... Like working through it. Working through it, arguing about it, yeah. and, you know... I went out to the bar with some friends afterwards. And we yeah. were like, "Well, no, it was like a perfect movie for that." <laughs> oh yeah, it's great, and I'm I'm, I'm not done talking about it. Totally, sure we'll talk about it, you know, tonight or tomorrow or something like that. So it's it's excellent for that. Um, I I I I really liked this movie. I I um, loved this movie. Yeah, it's very well made. Oh, it's it's. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how much to really say about it. Okay, uh, uh, cinematography, the lighting, uh, the photography of this film is stunning. Uh, yeah. Alex Garland is a fine director. Fine director. This is a very uh, uh, strong debut, and the effects are phenomenal, and the performances are top shelf across the board. Um, and so then it's there. There's a lot of uncomfortable things in this movie. Totally. Though. And then you kind of come away like, well, was that intentional or is that? Do I have a problem with this? <laughs> yeah. You know. It's, and the movie does that, like, because uh, the movie is the thing I liked about this movie is that it it is presenting a lot of of kind of points all at the same time in a way that like different people are going to react differently to the different points yeah in a way that like overall you can talk your way into like like a really awesome discussion about like what is the movie saying and stuff and i do think underneath there is a like a real point to it but it's presented in such a kind of crazy ingenious way where the whole movie is about dom hall gleason's character like kind of testing this ai and is is which is not a new no science fiction trope like no it's it's, you know it's it's not all that different from blade runner anyways it's or a fucking shit ton of movies where what happens when computers can think you know yeah but 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 then it's like the movie's almost you you know you almost feel like okay now the movie's all like presenting me these ideas in this way in a way that it's itself is almost a litmus test about like how am i reacting to these things yeah yeah what is that saying about me or the audience yeah or (laughs) what i look for on a computer you know how much that says about me as a person and then i I think it (laughs) sorry what you look for like like in in search engines what you search on there's a lot about search engines quite a lot Uh, (laughs) really and i think the and as much as it has to do with you know the our lives with computers and what happens when they think is that the movie has a shit ton to do with uh like the male sexuality ego yeah and how we impose that on women totally how different types of male ego impo- absolutely women how we categorize that on women yeah how so well i don't want to say too much about the movie <laughs> but it's how, bit like how you're uh how you're what when a male ego has a, an idea of what a woman is supposed to be to him, um, as uh, how he is going to put his imagery of uh, what the woman is supposed to be like on her, and not letting you know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like forcing your views or desires in trying to uh, shape someone into yes, that. into the person that you want them to be, right? Kind of, yeah. 
it has there's that el- that yeah. the movie has to do with that totally yeah. yeah i feel like i have to see this movie. you definitely yeah, I don't want to say really too much um and and uh, it's just uh, fuck i <laughs> i've been doing so much like yeah thinking and reading and listening and then now i'm trying to say like and i don't even know what to say i really loved it and and i at the um when i saw the movie i saw it at a screening and, and alex garland was there and he did a q and a oh wow and it was one of the better Q and A's I've ever seen because so many times you see Q and A's where the director is like, uh, somebody's like, well, what did it mean by when you did this thing in the mm-hmm. plot? And they're like, well, what did you think it meant? And you're like, fuck off. Yeah. And he was really willing to be like, that's not what I meant. Here's what, and and he and the one thing that I will say that he said in his Q and A was looking at all the characters in from their perspective because this movie is about. Um, Oscar Isaac is the, is the head of a sort of search engine, Facebooky, Google kind of company. Yeah. And Dom Hall Gleason works there, and he's been selected. And then um, Alicia is the AI that has been sort of in in entombed or 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 jailed. And so people have been saying like, well, is she the villain or is he the villain? And the thing that he was talking about that I thought was so interesting was he was like, put yourself in the position of the AI of of Alicia Vikander's character. Like you're jailed, you can't touch anything Mm -hmm. like there's trees but they're behind glass you've only ever seen one guy who's like kind of a fucking like asshole all the time Mm -hmm. and then a new person comes in and it's like do i trust this person how can i use this person Mm -hmm. etc 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 and and it really like opened up a lot of ways for me to think about this movie because it's really a three-pronged like people have been saying this could be a play like it's really it is like a three people yeah and how are they interacting with each other how is oscar isaac's character leading dom hal gleason into these situations and what is that saying about their relationship and then like you can kind of trace all these crazy relationships around the three people Mm -hmm. it's so complicated (laughs) yeah yeah no it's like i'll be thinking about it and talking about it for another couple of weeks probably you know i mean it's definitely the most thought-provoking movie of the year so far you know and i don't know how there were things like it, like I thought it was like close to being amazing, but I don't really think it was an amazing movie because there were things that kind of fell short for me. Yeah, uh, and I think that's maybe I don't I don't know if it's a rookie direction or not uh, because it, it just looked so good, but it just it didn't land with the same kind of intensity for me with some scenes where it yeah. really needed to. Like for instance, something like uh, you know Scarlett Johansson's performance and. Yeah, under uh, under the skin last year, like there was there was something about that that just unsettled me and captivated me at the same time. And this one, I felt like there was moments that I think you could compare the films definitely. And it's uh, it, it reminded it didn't, me it didn't get there as intensely for no. me. It, but it is, uh, it, it's but so it's very good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Really, really good. And yeah. uh, man, the performances are great. Yeah. That, for, that Oscar Isaac is very good. Oh, man. <laughs> for, for me, like the while I was watching it, I didn't feel myself like bowled over. I was kind of like, okay, because it's very like... It's not as sort of esoteric to the point of under the under under her skin, which is so like out there visual experience, and this mm-hmm. is way more of a like here's a plot. And yeah, a, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, but but it was a little bit kind of like okay, I don't know how I'm feeling about this. It's very like slow and and ebb and flowy. Yeah, and then once I kind of yeah, it, it, it I found it kind of in, improving in sort of like um like how it hit me. The more I thought about it, yeah, and and I did think like, yeah, you could relate this movie to uh, Under the Skin. You could also, I also thought a little bit about her, not just because it's about um, a guy and an AI character, but right. I do think that Dom Hall Gleason's character has that kind of like thing that the that the main character of her has, which is like he's the nice guy, I'm the nice guy, but there's like a thing underneath the nice guy that yeah. is like he's manipulating people, yeah, like he wants to like be in love with her you know there's like a very kind of like thing driving him underneath the like i'm just here as like a smart guy to look into this ai Mm -hmm. thing and that kind of like affects how his character ends up at the end of the movie yeah like there's all this stuff like that going on and yeah oscar isaac is fucking it and it's funny like i laughed a lot oh yeah no it is a funny movie yeah yeah and it's very brisk like for this kind of thing which could get deadly slow yeah and fucking boring as shit yeah it's not a too super long movie but it really cracks along like it's there's a lot happening they don't really waste any time and they fill every scene with a lot of interesting shit you know and boy does it look good yeah boy does it fucking look good (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, there's a million things to think about, and like while you're watching it, you're kind of like, well, is this what's really happening here? Yeah, or is this who is this person really? Yeah, you and, know, and there's a whole lot of uh, yeah. it keeps you you're constantly thinking while it's going totally, on, which is great. And and yeah, but like not in an exhausting way. No, no, in a really and you're right because like yeah, like after I saw it, I felt so overwhelmed with all the different things to think about. But it's yeah. a it's an unpack movie because you start thinking about like. One of the one of the things that he said in the Q and A was was he started talking about like selective empathy mm-hmm. and which characters are at, like doing it and when. And it's like when you're choosing to like be empathetic to somebody and then other situations not, which is something yeah. humans do. And and then you start thinking about that in relation to these characters, and you're like, oh man, yeah, like it's so hard for me to be like, here's why I liked this movie because there's just so much to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> But I really liked it, and I like it more and more, and I and I want to see it again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll and, watch oh, it again. Well, um, the character, uh, what's her name? I already forgot her name. Um, Who plays Ava? Yeah, she was very good. She's like her performance is so oh, like like she's gosh, she has to act like a robot, you know, like like a kind of AI thing. But then there's so much else going on. Mm-hmm in that performance that is so crazy subtle under the surface yeah it's just like all three people i thought were phenomenal even dom hall gleason i know like some you know like casey you, you didn't love him and frank and i've heard some reviews of this movie where they're like he's the weak link and stuff oh, whatever he's yeah. great but he's, he's really good, really good doing what he's doing here yeah. and there's a lot going on yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, he, no, he, he's excellent in it. Yeah. I quite like him. He's, he's good. kind of the like audience surrogate character thing, yeah, but yeah. then like the more the movie goes on, you're like, well, wait. And that's what I think is so cool about this movie is mm-hmm. all these characters are there for you to be like switching around and like yeah, looking. Yeah, because yeah. you can really get on board with them at any given time or be terribly frustrated. Exactly. Them, you know? uh, yeah. With the choices they're making or how they're doing things. It's totally. Really but yeah, it's such a bizarre film. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's... it's got a lot to yeah a lot to talk about go watch it and <laughs> yeah leave an hour to at least <laughs> to chat with whoever you go with yeah you're not gonna like run home and then like go to bed at you be like what the fuck? yeah that's what <laughs> i normally do yeah i gotta get out of here yeah um, um i feel like yeah we and we haven't even like fucking scratched it like there's just so no, much i don't really want to say too much exactly you should go and i feel like i i don't want to put ideas into somebody's head either yeah about, well which am i looking for this now yeah you know? yeah but there's yeah there's a lot of interesting themes going on here yeah one very, of my uh one of my favorites so far this year for sure for oh me. definitely yeah yeah cool yeah um all right so ex machina moving on from that straight to the age of adeline that which casey saw this week yeah um directed by leah lee toland lee toland Krager. Krager. uh this film is about a young woman born at the turn of the 20th century who is rendered ageless after an accident. After many solitary years, she meets a man who complicates the eternal life she has settled in, starring Blake Lively. Uh, Harrison Ford's in this thing. Really? Uh, tons of people here. Uh, Ellen Burstyn and uh, some more. Hmm. So, Casey. Yeah. Take us through the age of Adeline. Okay, well... Well, okay, so I, I, in preparation for watching this movie, because I had seen Lee Tolenkrieger's first film, The Vicious Kind. Yes. Which is... I've seen that. Oh, that's with Adam Scott. Uh, with right? Adam Scott, yeah. and, and it's, uh, uh, it's g- good. It's a solid little indie movie yeah. with, you know, um, some honest performances. And, uh... Uh, and I was like, okay, well, when I found out that this was directed by that dude, I was like, um, cool, I might, I might be into this. And so, in in order to uh, prepare to watch this, I watched a movie that uh, uh, that Myos actually really liked, uh, which was his second film. I believe it's a second film. Um, uh, why can't I remember what the fuck it's called? Oh yeah, Celeste and Jesse Forever. I've been meaning to watch oh, that. Uh, so yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. that, uh, which was co-written by um, Rashida Jones. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, made me absolutely love Rashida Jones that much more because uh-huh. it's a really good film. Yeah, yeah. I heard that, it's, and I really wanted to see it. Yeah, it's it's not the best movie in the world, but it also it's not an overreaching movie. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a movie that tells you about how people are in relationships, uh, or some people are in certain relationships, right. and it's it's a really nice, funny, honest look. And sometimes it relies a little bit on indie tropes yeah um but uh but for the most part it does it to to serve her purpose and rashida jones is fantastic yeah uh she's so great in it um and uh so i'm like okay you know what i think i'm gonna like this movie uh so i went in uh and uh i did not like this movie (laughs) (laughs) this i'm this might be the most annoying movie I've had to see for this really? uh, podcast. Really? Because uh, I saw the, some the, good reviews this of and, this. And I, Frankenstein, I think. <laughs> yeah. The, the two movies. I, and I don't know which one I hate more. Um, <laughs> this isn't like rocketing up the Metacritic list, but I, the, the Dissolve, which is like the Pitchfork offshoot, gave yeah. it like a really positive review. And I was like, whoa. Oh, then they're fucking idiots. <laughs> because this movie is a fucking 
load <laughs> in every way. There's not an ounce of truth in this movie. It's nothing but stylistic filler in the most heavy-handed, but like not heavy-handed like they have a message or anything, because they don't. This is just, I felt like... Um, uh, have you ever heard like a woman well or maybe not just a woman maybe anybody who doesn't like porn the way they feel violated by it sure by porn yeah I don't hate porn so I don't have that feeling but yeah. I've heard that described yeah um, that's I felt this movie made me feel disgusting right um, first of all and I, I went into it saying now I don't really know who Blake Lively is I've seen her in movies and I still don't know who she is yeah I solidly now know who she is uh-huh. she's Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> that's exactly who she is uh-huh. and she sucks in the same way Gwyneth Paltrow sucks in that she's very smug and she's very acting all the time and she's uh, like she doesn't play um, she's supposed to be an old woman who looks like a 29 year old woman yeah um, and <laughs> the way she the way this happens to her by the way yes she's uh, in I want to know the science of this uh Oh, dude, there's some science. <laughs> um, she's in a car accident, and she and her car plunges off of a bridge and uh-huh. into cold, icy water, which stops her heart. And, uh, you know, she she's almost going to die of hypothermia or whatever. And just as she's dying of hypothermia, lightning strikes the car. Uh-huh. And that... Makes her 29 forever. <laughs> Thank you very much, science. Okay. They do throw in some science words. And look, uh-huh. I don't know that much about science. Yeah, sure. Maybe they're right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this can't, maybe, maybe that's what happens when you are cold and hit by lightning. <laughs> but anyway. But like really cold. Yeah, like super cold. Yeah, okay. And then super hit by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so she's 29 forever. And she's got a daughter. And her daughter ages. And her daughter's Ellen Burton. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so basically she's forced to every decade change her name because, you know, the the government is after her because they want to, you know, know what's up with her. She's like, no, fuck off, government. So she's, uh, but she plays an old woman who looks 29, like as if old people are just smug dicks. (laughs) So she just walks around and tells everybody, "Hmm, this is what you should be doing. Oh, you're doing that? Hmm, You should be doing this. Yeah. I'm very old, but I look like a (laughs) 29-year-old C-word. Um, so yeah, so then she meets this beard who basically this guy's whole character is that he has a beard and is rich. Uh-huh. This guy is possibly the worst actor of all time. Although maybe in his, um, native language and I, I, I'm not actually sure where he's from. I just know that he's foreign because his he d- he's just this far off from doing a proper American accent, uh-huh. but every once in a while you're like, ah, no, you're not. You're not <laughs> doing it. You're not pulling it off, and it's very distracting. Uh-huh. Um, he's from the Netherlands. Uh, all right, well, he needs a couple of more acting lessons. Right. Oh, yeah, and also he's a terrible fucking actor. <laughs> um, so she meets him, and he throws her world into upheaval. Like, she... She won't fall in love because she doesn't want anyone to learn her secret or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but this guy causes her to fall in love because she works as a librarian and he, he makes a sizable donation 
to the library. He donates all these first edition books. It, it's this movie is so fucking pompous. She he first meets her at this dinner party or at this party, and he's like, uh, "Oh, what's your address? I'd like to send you flowers." And she's like, "Oh, I'm not going to tell you." So he sends her like he donates all these books, and he sends her. He's like, "I these books are for you specifically," and it's like uh, Dandelion Wine by Ray Bradbury and and White Oleander. So it's like uh, it's like a bouquet of books with flower names and she's like mm, clever and i'm like nope no you're wrong that's not clever that's something a fucking douche would do uh this movie is so douchey there's a tw- there's a big twist mm. and i don't i don't feel like i should ruin the twist uh but it's so dumb it's yeah. so fucking dumb. So anyway, so uh, she just just do it. Ruin it. I, uh, want, listen, okay. spoiler alert! If spoiler you really skip wanted to, to see thirty seconds from now, yeah, yeah. or or don't yeah, and just, just don't see this movie. Yeah, yeah. So basically, she was in love once before, but she uh, but she uh, basically stood him up uh, on, on this one date and never talked to him again. So she's falling in love with the beard. And so she goes and meets his parents, and uh, oh. and the dad, played by Harrison Ford, comes down and he's like oh, Adeline, and her name. She's saying her name yeah. is, is oh is. Uh, uh, I think that was in the trailer I saw. So oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh okay, so that's not a big twist then. No, no, I, that's do- just I totally really knew that he fucking... was like I've been I missed you for forever. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's just a really fucking dumb thing that happens yeah, in a really yeah. shitty movie. Then yeah. Okay, so uh, so yeah, so it turns out that he was the one that she she met him in Paris and right. and uh, and she he was going to propose to her, but he but she you know yeah. stood him up and uh, yeah, so fucking that happened. Yeah. So oh, and the fucking thing about this movie is that it's uh, it's all um, it's it, there's a narrator. And the timber of this narrator's voice, Tambor? Um, timber, Tambor? Timber, Tambor? Yeah. Timber, Tambor. Great band. Narrates this uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, through song. Um, it, it it sounds like, you know, the beginning of Magnolia. They've uh-huh. got the, the and I, I don't think the narration or like the prologue to uh, Magnolia is all that necessary. I'm like, yeah, I get that things are coincidental uh, uh, and maybe aren't. Um, but it feels like that. Like they're setting it up, like and even the guy's voice kind of sounds like, uh, like the the narr- and I can't remember who it was that narrated Magnolia, but kind of has that same sound. So it really feels like they're going. Look, I realize this is a big dumb coincidence movie, yeah, uh, and nothing anybody says. Like it's all very stylized, like, yeah. Uh, but but it really feels like they're like if we make people think about magnolia that that was the whole point of magnolia maybe they'll think about that this movie is trying to say that too and they won't think about the fact that this is just a big dumb shitty coincidence uh but nope oh and boring god damn it this movie is boring. uh so all of this shit happens and then at the end Fucking okay, I'm just gonna spoil everything. Uh, and then at the end, she gets in another, <laughs> uh, another car crash. Yeah, and she loses her ability to be 29. What strikes her? What is it? Is it, is it like a really hot car crash? And, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and someone throws ice at her. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite. Um, no, she like makes she she like you know Harrison Ford confronts her and is like, "It's you out of line." Uh, and then she's like, ah, and then she runs away and she gets in, in the car and drives away. And then she calls her daughter and says, 
um, you know what? I'm tired of running away. I'm going to go back for him. So she goes to turn the car around and get smoked by a car. As soon as she's like, I'm going to go back for him, I'm like, you're about to get smoked by a car. And sure fucking enough, yeah. she gets smoked by a car. Uh and, and, and so, yeah, so that's uh, that's how she lost the ability to be 29. And then the very last thing, her and the beard are going for a, a, a dinner, like a party or something like that. She looks in the mirror and what does she have? And I'm like, a gray hair. she has a gray hair. Oh, and yeah, God. she has a fun gray hair. And he's like, are you all right? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I used I'm to like, bang your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, damn this fucking movie. It's it's it nothing there's nothing redeeming about this. This movie. is just what I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well there's there will be consequences. Uh, 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 I'm already dead inside. Yeah. You can't hurt me. Well <laughs> you don't even know. Well, maybe uh, maybe ninja a ninja sex, sex party. Speaking of consequences, that's what I'm talking about. So Casey, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, no, Casey no. last week uh, gave us an album by the musical comedy duo from New York City, Ninja Sex Party. Um, these are two guys who uh, made their name online with a series of music videos on Funny or Die, College Humor, and more. Mm-hmm. Also on the YouTube's. Uh, so Casey gave us an album from 2011 of theirs called Not Safe for Work, NSFW. The track Dinosaur Laser Fight was the single that had some crazy animated video that I did not watch. No. Um, but apparently was very good, according sure. to the way that people seem to react to this. Um, and so, yeah, we listened to this album featuring songs such as uh, Introduction, <laughs> um, <laughs> The Decision, Puppies in Space, uh you can do us. I just want to dance. Accept my shaft. If we were gay, no reason boner, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You kind of get the idea here. Um, yeah. This album is quote unquote comedy rock, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Slash synth pop, and uh, it's about thirty three minutes long. But did not did not feel really that long. doesn't feel that short. No, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel no. that short. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, and even with music comedy uh, that I like it's uh, listen a little bit uh, not all uh, slow down I don't want too much okay yeah <laughs> you know like I, uh, it's hard to make joke songs really great for like yeah. a whole sit down and go through yeah but you gotta be really fucking and there has to it has to like like Weird Al is obviously like kind of the king of it and yeah. he's done a great job and there's a there's a nice variety to things on his albums there's some parodies there's yeah. some polkas there's some original yeah, songs yeah and like Tenacious D do it and the, but, yeah, they, yeah. but they are like good musicians they're really good and, musicians yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's always something off. see I think the most and successful ones there's always something aside from the jokes and the comedy the songs are there's good. something else yeah, yeah. like Flight like, of the Concords those songs are really good the songs are great yeah. and, and every once in a while there's a really nice melody or a really yeah. nice guitar for part. sure because I like I've listened to that and Tenacious D stuff over and over, over and over, and over again. because yeah, at the yeah, end of totally. the day, the songs are kind of when good. the jokes subside. There's just a good song, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you re- kind of remember the joke and go, yeah, this is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but this is like the songs aren't good and the jokes are just terrible. Terrible. Just and is, the is music terrible. The music is just like what you think a person that has like what like, looks like just a an over like a a kind of hundred dollar Yamaha and yeah. like and the guy can play bass or something. Like it yeah. it, it it sounds like. Some people did this in their bedroom, which isn't bad. You like it, you can make a fucking amazing bedroom pop album. Yeah. But this, like every song on it, just has that kind of like not quite a song 
yet yeah. feeling. It feels kind of just like, hey, we made some like goofy things, and like like I've done this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do, do you have a keyboard, and you can make a lot of different sounds on it, and you can kind of mm. you know create a song using that. Yeah. And a lot of it kind of has that like once you've heard two songs on this album, you're like the rest are going to sound exactly, exactly like, like this. this. Yeah. Same kind of sense of humor, and there's this I uh, this ugh. Is there is there anything because these uh, albums no. No, sometimes no, no. something no, no, creeps no, no. up Listen, on you? Here's, no, no, you no. don't want no, you no, don't no. want to lie. The only thing that can approach comedy on this album is the fact that some of the comedic rhythm outside of the content could approach understanding why it would be funny. Yeah, yeah. Right. like there's a, like in, okay, so if we were gay is such a awful song. Awful. In a variety, in a of variety ways. of ways, yeah. yeah, yeah, and but there, there's a okay. So there's a part of the song. So like, here's the thing about their jokes is a lot of their jokes are like, oh, we'll do a song like if we were gay, and it'll all be like, oh, if we were gay, we're not, but if we were, it would be kind of like this, and then it ends up just being all like stereotypes. I can, I can, yeah, uh, yeah like. I can picture what that is, but there's there's another song on this. I didn't listen to a fucking word of this album. Yeah, there's another song on this called "No Reason Boner." Yeah, and I mean from the title, I can gauge exactly what yes. that song's gonna be. Yeah. yeah, that's I'm right. Am I not? Yeah, oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Now, but because if there's nothing, there's no other level for yeah. this. Yeah, if we were gay though, is just like okay. If we were, here's things we would like, and it, it's all like offensive stereotypes. Yeah, and the, but but the, all of the all of the, a lot of their joke like to the songs are like, but on top of this kind of conceit for a song, the one guy's making it out like, but this guy's actually gay. Like the other, but the other guy is gay. Like there's always like a kind of second joke because there's one where it's like. I can't remember which one it was, but there's another one where they're talking about like they're like, oh, I'm really bad at. It. You can have sex with either of us, but you won't have sex with him. Like that's kind of the joke. It, yeah. it, he they they kind of keep turning it on somebody. Yeah. So on but if we were guy over and over over and over, yeah, yeah. like the guy that's like the butt of the joke. Yeah. yeah. So in if we now were gay, I want to listen to it. No, it's no, bad. It's really I love I love a train wreck. <laughs> if in that song, there's a part where he's like, or no, it might be one of the other songs where they're like, here's a list of things that like he sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like dick 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 balls. And it's like I get and then that he does that again. Yeah. The, and then oh, you're sorry, like, you're not you're not. Like that's, that's actually it. a thing that that's, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, the song is wildly offensive. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But the idea of like, okay, I'm gonna do a repetition, and then when you least expect it, I'll stop. I yeah. can understand as like, I understand why that is a com- comedic conceit that you are trying to use. Yeah. But I hate everything about this song. Yeah. So I'm oh, not even gonna acknowledge that you know that that's a conceit. I'm just gonna say fuck you to everything that you've ever done, yeah. and I hate your life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I get that, like, okay, we do this repetition, and then at the last second, I change it, and that's, like, a comedy thing you can do. Yeah, yeah fuck technically, you. technically, yeah. right, but right. fuck you off. Can, you can yeah, call yeah. that comedy. Exactly. Right. It's mostly just that's made the me closest angry. Uh, the first run through, like, it is just short album, so my first listen, I was just like, oh, I fucking hate hated every that. second yeah. of that. <laughs> and then I could not, I never got through it in one straight go again. I had no. to stop. No. I constantly had to stop. I'm like, fuck you so hard you suck so bad yeah um it's like and it just like there's this like smirking like weird ugh, misplaced arrogance or confidence to it that just yeah. taints it too because it, like it's, it's not very funny yeah. but it's delivered in this like oh yeah. oh frenchy oh, uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> lieutenant steve yeah you know it's just it's, that uncomfortable <laughs> that's fantastic you know what and I mean? it's from yeah. 2011 I, do, I love it so yeah. it kind of has it it does kind of come from a few years ago when 
misplaced arrogance was an easy thing to use in comedy. So you would yeah. have like Kenny Powers or like or or Will Ferrell's characters where there is that like arrogance even though he's the butt oh, of the joke. Oh yeah, yeah, right. that kind of arrogance is fine. But, no, this but, has like a like slightly looking down his nose at you feeling. Yeah. You know, like it just, it fucking feel, we're great. Yeah. This is really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, really good. It but it yeah. feels like they're trying to go for that like like oh we're like the arrogant like people but we know we rock that's why yeah. we have songs about it we're the oh, object yeah, yeah. of there's desire there's a ton of that too and like oh, I don't know Fuck. but you can't do that like like Ron Burgundy thinks that he's like a sex symbol and he isn't right and that's yeah. funny in those movies because he's pulling it off in such a specific way and these people are just taking that stripping of it what makes it work right and then yeah. they're just like isn't it funny that like we're singing a song where we're the objects of like you know what I mean yeah. that they just think that that in and yeah. of itself is funny there's a lack of self awareness to those characters that. That's endearing. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah, lack of self awareness here is just aggravating. It's just yeah. th- it's a genuine lack of self awareness, yeah. yeah. and it just feels so huh. like internet culture-y. Yeah, like it feels like the be- like oh puppies in space and and manticore oh, yeah. and, all, and like all the dinosaur laser of dinosaurs fight. and lasers and ninjas and shit. I'm just like fuck, come on, man! Don't yeah. just say things you've seen in a gif. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. We, exactly. I think we're all sort of past most of this stuff, right? This yeah, is yeah. a little yeah. bit over now. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like a lot of like it's even called NSFW, yeah. which is like. Uh, yeah, like a uh, hack, <laughs> like yeah. uh, or premise. What yeah. year is this from? Year 2011. Oh fuck! Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. lazy. Yeah, it just. <laughs> it, I feel like there's a lot of like gamergate, like like asshole internet douchebag bros that were like, "This is the best fucking shit. Yeah. It's so funny. They're so talented." Yeah, and I want to be like, "Fuck off, man." Mm-hmm. I somebody it's, somebody uh, mentioned an article, and I haven't been able to find it. Um, there's an article about the misogyny of of nerd culture. Yeah, and uh, uh, I really want to read it because like, there, oh, there I know is... what you're talking about. Oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can you send it to me? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've, a... like I've always been fascinated by that that specific type of misogyny that comes from from like this culture of people. Well, anyway, I don't want to yeah. get into a whole. Fun yeah. There's a lot politics, of think pieces about GamerGate, which was yeah. the the. Kind well, of, it was born of that. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. and there's it's if you want like an eye opening nightmare of like shitty, horrible, horrifyingly horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> specifically, like young men <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. That's some scary shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Super. And this up. feels like it is a piece of that, even though they're like, yeah, no, it's not as far down the line. No, it's some, like obviously some horrible troll. But it feels on. like, oh, the kind of people that think that this song about like the joke of the song is I'm gonna have sex with everything in your kitchen. Or I'm gonna put my penis in your like what yeah. like coffee maker. Oh, it's just like so no, no, no. lazy. It's, re- it's the worst kind of that fucking song. Is like, oh god, how does it go? Uh, I put my package in your mailbox. I went down on your stairs. Yeah. Like it, a lot. Of, you, know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're doing yeah. because I think I heard that song at summer camp when I was fucking 11 years <laughs> yeah. old. There's a lot of stuff that just has. And I like that fucking uh, If We Were Gay song. I it's, was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, 2011 too. Really, yeah. dude? Yeah. The, literally. The punchline is that he's gay. Yeah. That's it, man. The, the punchline yeah. me out about It's not that. even like something clever to no. play with the idea or something, anything, except for it's funny that he sucks dicks. The thing, the thing that bums me out the most about that is that there, there is a sizable, there's still a sizable, um, uh, 
audience who who for whom that is still a punchline. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. we're not at the point now where being gay isn't shitty or cool. It's just a thing that people are. Yeah, that some people are. It super bums me out that that's that. To, to think that because I don't want to live in a society where there's still vestiges of that yeah, yeah. and it bums me out that they're yeah I just I can't believe this is a thing <laughs> I yeah. couldn't I was listening to it I'm like man you're just god you guys are stupid yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> awful yeah I hate this out. shit so so much yeah. you know what you know what bums me out more than that uh, is that I have to give you guys another punishment album uh-huh. and this band has all their albums yeah uh-huh. so that bums me out uh actually i was gonna do that yeah, i was well, like fuck this you. Band- if you did that i'd be so mad <laughs> but there's no but there's no point yeah there's no, no point no. to do we'll that just say all this stuff again, again. yeah there's yeah. there's no yeah. way that that they've got for all me. you know we could just not listen to it knowing full well it, looking at the exactly song titles the same that it's exactly yeah, the same. exactly and i didn't and, and i'm just like that's just kind of boring yeah mm-hmm. like a band like this isn't gonna progress and i didn't even listen to them to be fair maybe you guys are wrong Maybe you guys didn't get the joke. Yeah. Huh. But uh Oh, he likes men. <laughs> I get why that is so hilarious now that you pointed it out to me. <laughs> Fuck you, Ninja Sex party. In this voice, it's funny. Uh, <coughs> um so uh so yeah, I was like uh all right, well I won't do that. Um <laughs> but there is uh, uh Time, time to time, something comes up, and I'm and, and that I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So why you I use you guys to like to, you and just I do did. appreciate that you do that. It's yeah. a great yeah idea. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got another one of those. Yeah. Except I don't know that you're going to appreciate it this time. <laughs> well, well, we didn't appreciate it that time. No, but, uh, right. So, but uh, I I don't know what Pitbull is. <laughs> but you guys are gonna find out. Like well, yes, you do. Uh, uh, I know that he's uh, on, a, on a lot of songs. Uh, I see yeah. a lot but of I featuring Pitbull. I've never, but I've never heard any of those songs. Yeah, you've I heard know them. He's, I know he's from Florida, so that gives me some are you, idea. Are you thinking of Flo Rida though? Um, <laughs> I I don't. Uh, Flo Rida is a whole other thing. <laughs> that I, I just want to get into how you know, stupid yeah. that is. But this is yeah. This is a, a do. This is a pit bull. Yeah, yeah. I had I, I had a huge long list on my old phone of uh, punishment albums to get to someday, and this this was on there. Uh, <laughs> which one? Because there's a lot. Yeah. Well, there's a new one. Sorry, uh, I just right. lost my. Uh, well, that's okay. I just lost 20, my shit. 2015. Pit bull. Yeah. Uh, this one's called uh, Globalization. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the okay. one you want us to listen to? Um, well, this is the one that was on the uh, the, the main page, so I thought it was okay. like the most current one. It's from 2014. Yeah. Okay, well, the he has a new one in 2015, but it's not out yet. Uh, yeah, no, I want you to... Yeah. Okay, well, um, if I... Uh, when does it come out? It comes out in June. Okay, well, you keep, yeah. I, I got to lose some time in June. <laughs> so you're going to give us this one and then loop back? Yeah, okay. this one's got four point four out of five. <laughs> Globalization. <laughs> so maybe it's awesome. I don't know if I've the cover heard any of these. is um like is like if Pitbull's head was the Earth. Yeah, <laughs> which is <laughs> super. It's actually kind of creeping me out. <laughs> but uh, oh, but yeah, no. so check that out and let me know. Okay. Let me know what 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 what's up. Oh, so we got a song called "Day Drinking." <laughs> Great. I feel like it's probably going to be a lot like the last album yeah. you guys listened to. Well, there is another song called Sexy Beaches. Like the kind of beaches you go to uh, get, go uh, swim in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but the sexy fun. ones. 
but yeah. Oh, well, there is a song called Fun featuring a notable, horrifying piece of shit, Chris Brown. Yeah, I noticed Chris oh, Brown. Oh, great. I noticed Chris Brown was on this album, and I almost didn't give it to you because like, I don't want anything that I do to be associated yeah. with that piece of shit, but... I was like, I don't know. I don't know what Pitbull is, and I want you guys to tell me. Uh, did you know? I want to know what Pitbull is. One of the <laughs> one of the producing songwriting teams from this album is called the Monsters and the Strangers. With a, with a what? The Monsters, Monsters and the Strangers. And strangers. That's what they're called. The award-winning Strangers production and songwriting team. It's like they fell asleep at the end of the at the end of that word. Oh, they wrote uh, Diddy. Strangers. <laughs> they wrote Diddy Boppin' for Diddy. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, uh, that, yeah! Uh, sounds like it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. know Diddy bopping was a thing you could do. <laughs> that, oh, great! Like it's only legal thing? in Florida. A, okay, listen. Um, so have don't you they say that in bop? Don't they diddy bop? Diddy bop. I got a. I have a list of the monsters and the strangers songs. Yeah. In t- 2010, for Big Big Sean, they they wrote <laughs> Big Nut Bust. Big Nut Bust. <laughs> Uh, Have you ever had that at Dairy Queen? It's actually uh-huh. pretty good. <laughs> a, a song in two, 2012 by T Mills Astrology. <laughs> T Mail? Uh, Kylie Minogue Sexercise. Wow. These guys sound like a bunch of monsters, comma, strangers. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Fine. Pitbull. Horrible person. Yeah. Now we get to a uh, super Fine. fun you part. You can either watch Age of Adeline or you can listen to Pitbull. <laughs> listen to Pitbull. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> um, well, we got to get to rolling now. We got to get to it. Let's go. We got to get to it. <laughs> Okay, this is scary because one of us yeah, is going to be what? listening to uh, Pitbull and not watching not Avengers, the Avengers: Age yeah. of Ultron, yeah. which is what shit. we are rolling for. I don't think I need to explain uh, what this movie is or who it is by. You know, probably if you like yeah. uh, comic book movies, mm. this is the big, this is the big summer release. Yeah. Yeah. The first really, Avengers, really Age of Adeline. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> somebody got somebody do a mashup. Yeah, what? Uh, explain to us what we're rolling for as a loser greg okay because yeah uh, well you brought this to our attention and we didn't even you brought this wonderfully to our attention <laughs> yeah we, there, <laughs> there was no anything, ad- like there's nothing else opening and there was no discussion it was just like uh-huh okay. yeah yeah this, yeah. Is, this is what I, I don't know how i came across this exactly well i'll tell you how i did it uh i uh there wasn't anything bad enough in theaters so i'm like we got to find something online and I was like, what other, like, team bad movie? Like, you know, a pairing is nice if it's similar or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I, w- I just went on the Avengers IMDb page and went down to the, you know, if, more like this and to see if there was anything kind of <laughs> yeah. weird in there. Nothing came up. So then I just searched in IMDb <laughs> Avengers. I'm like, yeah. what else maybe has it the in the word, title? Yeah. And I found a movie from 2015 that came out on... April 10th, I think, to VOD. I don't believe this is in theaters anywhere. <laughs> I <laughs> wish it was. Yeah. yeah. So you can rent it on iTunes okay. for those of you at home who are like, maybe this movie is for you. Yeah. Um, it's called Avengers Grimm. Like uh, the Brothers Grimm. Right. Uh, and or the, the fairy tales. Syn- <laughs> yeah, it's got 2.9 out of 10 uh, on IMDb. And the synopsis is, when Rumpelstiltskin... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> played by Casper Van Dien. Casper Van Dien is Rumpelstiltskin. Not, not even making that up. When Rumpelstiltskin destroys the magic mirror and escapes to the modern world, the four princesses of Once Upon a Time, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, and Rapunzel, are sucked through the portal, too. Well-trained and endowed with magical powers, the four women must fight Rumpelstiltskin and his army of thralls <laughs> Before he enslaves everyone on Earth. What, what is this movie rated? Like, as in, like, mm, PG? Is, let me or, see. <laughs> or is this, like, a R thing going a on? A hard R, please. Um, Nancy hard R. <laughs> Not rated. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, this movie is starring Not Casper Van or Dien by and Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my question, like, is, is it for, like, like people that like... You know who it's for. It's for, um, it's to confuse people who, yeah. who like Avengers. Yeah. And it's for, like, isn't there, like, a TV, there's, like, Once Upon a Time, there's, like, a t- okay. TV show well, that's, that's my question, all- sure. right? Because, yeah. like, like, grim fairy tales, like, obviously are dark, yeah. So are they tr- are they trying to get the audience that would be interested in like a dark fairy tale that's like going to have that content, <laughs> no. or are they going for like oh it's yeah. a fairy tale right. like fighting movie? Yeah. So I'll give and it to my know, teenager. The Avengers is like a big team of characters, yeah. you know. So this is this is just like the Avengers. Yeah. Oh, so like is, is it for teenagers? Casper Van Dien is Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's that in and of itself is a jo- enjoyable. Uh-huh. Oh shit, I did. No, All I right, Casey, it. Avengers yeah, versus yeah. Avengers. Uh-huh. That's a one. Oh dear! Casey rolled a I'm, one. I say I like my odds. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a two. Two, Jesus! All right, give me that. There thing. is a zero. If Greg rolls a one, there's a re-roll between you two. But otherwise, that's, that's a, three. a three. One, two, th- one, three. Two and three. There you go. I can tell you guys, Casey. I'm excited. <laughs> Casey, you're on a roll. <laughs> yeah, you're in a streak there, homie. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least you can stay at home and just rent it from iTunes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For money. <laughs> Uh, I want, uh, but I want you guys to go and see Avengers uh, together, uh-huh. and let me know when the lights are just going down <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to tell you that somebody you love died. died. <laughs> <laughs> Long time listeners will know yeah, yeah. what that That's means. a little inside baseball, right? Oh there. Yeah. fuck! Oh man, oh. I'm so happy. Me too. So uh, happy. I'm not unhappy. I got to say because I'm very curious about this Yeah, thing. you'll have yeah. to wait a week to see. You'll have to hear about what we think of, of Avengers first, but you get to see Casper uh, Van, Van Dien play Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm being completely honest, I, I want to see the Avengers movie. I know I'm going to enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I haven't been jumping out of my skin to see this thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's part of me that's just kind of like, yeah, let's what see What makes you jump out of your skin, idiot. Casey? Uh, <laughs> Casper Van well, Diemen. If, if, if my skin gets really hot, yeah, <laughs> like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, hey. Hey. yeah. all right. If I get uh, if I'm uh, plunged into cold water and they get hit by lightning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. that's gonna be fun. So uh, listen in next week. Greg and I will talk about the Pitbull album and Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Casey Watt talks about Avengers Grim. Yeah. Avengers comma Grim. Yeah. <laughs> Grim comma Avengers. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Casper, Casper comma comma yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap up the episode with some nine oh two one oh yeah relay. Mm-hmm. Let's hey, we're both watching it. something with Lou Ferrigno in it. Yeah. <laughs> Is he in Avengers? He, yeah. Yeah, he does the Hulk's voice. What? When when the Hulk is the Hulk, that's Lou Ferrigno's voice. Really? That's in, not in the Mark Avengers. Ruffalo? No, I didn't. I didn't know that either. And then I read that. Maybe I read that. Uh, I read it online, but I think that's a thing. Huh? Later, check Snopes. 
right. yeah. Fair enough. Well, then we've got the uh, Lou. Are you? We you got checking? the Lou Ferrigno covered. Yeah. Mm-mm. Casey's checking. Okay. We'll wait. Check it out. Where are we waiting? I'll go on Facebook and see what people are up to. Yeah, it's Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on Facebook and see what people are up to. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Oh my God! And it is. Yeah. Great. Oh, well, there you go. Weird. All right. Well. Double header of Lou Ferrigno we'll action. Which, which one he was better at. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see who Casper Van Dien voices. <laughs> <laughs> I think he voices Scarlett Johansson. He voices the guy in the theater mad that he's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been in this one. Yeah, he just goes to theaters and goes, hey guys, let's get out of here and go rent Avengers Grimm on VOD. <laughs> what? I thought Casper Van Dien was in this. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's with me? Shut up, Casper. See- you guys want to go see Starship Troopers again? Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah, I'm probably watch that yeah. again. I enjoy yeah. that movie. <laughs> All right, let's go to Beverly Hills. See ya. Okay, Beverly Hills nine zero two one. Oh yeah, relay. Dinner, 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 dinner. Douche, douche. Gosh, gosh. Is uh, the segment where the three of us who have never seen the show before watch an episode one at a time and then relay the information back. And once in a while, there may or may not be a moral that we might comment upon. Mm, not so much these days. <laughs> not so much. Although, I got to say, I think there'll be one for us to say yes or no on at the end of this oh, one. Oh, fun. Not really explicitly immoral, but I think there's enough here. Um, but it's also uh, horrifyingly boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, although I mentioned to Greg off mic that I do believe that we are uh, reaching the point where we, we will be circling back to some information that we found before we really got into 90210 when one of us gave a Brian Austin Green album. Yeah. So right. we're getting into this era. Right. He's going to be rapping. And I'll tell you why. All right. Okay. So he, this, was, he was music guy in my episode. He had yeah. A yeah. Didn't girl. he bring out his Casio? Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did he borrow gems? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so this episode, uh, season three, episode five, um, opens in France. Uh, Donna and Brenda are shopping. Ladies dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Brenda wants to go sightsee and soak up Paris without spending any more money because they've been spending a lot of money. Oh, dear. Shopping. Mm-hmm. That's the first scene. Uh, so back home at the beach, um, this is exciting stuff already. <laughs> um, back home at the beach, Brandon and Andrea are helping uh, some kids fly kites, including the uh, deaf child that they are sort of befriending uh-huh. right now, as we'll remember from some previous episodes. Yep. Uh, he bumps into the deaf the deaf child bumps into this scary bum military looking guy who's like, um, and scares the kid. And Brandon goes to give the guy some money because the guy says he's a homeless man. <laughs> and he, he paid him to scare that yeah. kid. <laughs> but he's kind of like, oh, man, are you all right or whatever to the kid? And then he goes over to the guy and kind of asks about him. And he's like, oh, life's rough or whatever. And then uh, Brandon's going to give him some money uh, to be kind to him. And the homeless man uh, gets upset like, I don't need your handout. And okay. that's that scene. Um, introducing free. <laughs> introducing the B plot of this film to cut back to. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then Brooke shows up on rollerblades, which is Brandon's girlfriend, Who I assume. Brooke? And I was like, I don't remember a Brooke. Oh wait, is she? She? She's from my episode. She was the volleyball girl. Okay. Yes. All right. Is she from Minnesota? Yeah, I think so. I'm not yeah. sure. What? There was a I volleyball girl from he's Minnesota. He's dating somebody. Though. Yeah. Remember the last episode? There was a volleyball tournament. And Steve liked this girl. Oh, yeah, right. That's yeah, who Brooke okay. is. And she's based, they're dating. Okay. Her and Brandon. Okay. Um, 
So she shows up at the end of the scene to be like, I'm tired of all these transients like around. And then it cuts to like that there's some homeless population on the beach. Uh-huh. So it, the, she shows up to basically reveal that she's a terrible person. <laughs> um, <laughs> we cut to Steve and he goes uh, to see Bag, a.k.a. David Silver, uh-huh. um, a.k.a. Brian Austin Green, who's listening to an album. Steve's like, hey, what do you listen to? And he's like, this is my music. And Steve's like, this isn't your music. He's like, this is me. And they do this back and forth for a while. Uh-huh. He doesn't believe him. Oh, and you're uh, just listening to it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he doesn't believe it. So he's like, wow. And then he takes a tape uh, of his music. Uh-huh. And so now we cut to Dylan and Kelly arguing about what happened at the end of the last episode, which was that they kissed. No. Yeah. 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 Is that so, what they did in there? They got a whole room for it? Yeah. They like more shit was going to go down than that. So. Uh, as far as I know, yeah, maybe I don't know if they they don't really reveal specifically what happened, but they say something's happened between us. Uh, Dylan says, and she's like, "It's no big deal. We should just leave it." Uh, and he's like, "It was more than that, and you know it." And she's like, "Well, we should just leave it alone and be friends because we have other friends that we're gonna hurt if we do anything." Yeah. And he's like, "No, it was real." And that's that scene. We go back to France. Brenda is in a park. And some Wisconsin dude dude shows up who has a shirt that says Wisconsin on it. So that's (laughs) how you know. know. (laughs) Um, And it's Dean Cain. No way. Superman himself. Nobody likes Dean Cain. As far as I know. Super (laughs) shitty Republican Dean (laughs) Cain. Yeah. (laughs) Dean Cain. I want to double check because I went the whole. Not that all Republicans are shitty. I did not mean that. Yeah. And even before he was Republican. It was, Nobody yeah. likes Dean Cain. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, it's not that they don't like him because he's Republican. No, it's no. because he's Dean Cain. Yeah. yeah, and his name is Rick, and this is what he looks like here, uh, if you if you need to see. I know what Dean Cain yeah. looks like. <laughs> yep. It's got his big Wisconsin shirt see, on there. Wait, like I've it. never seen him in a Wisconsin shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he shows up, and uh, they speak in bad French so he kind of shows up and meets her and says something to her in French and she responds uh-huh. and uh, and then she responds in English and he's like oh you speak English but then she starts speaking in like a French English accent and he believes that she's actually from Paris and he's like well you know, he's like oh I always wanted to come over here and meet a quintent- uh, quintessential French beauty and all this stuff and she just like has a moment where she's about to speak in English but then like decides to keep speaking in a French accent uh-huh. and so now he thinks that she is French and that she's like a real legit French woman who's going to show him around and like she's going to put up this big facade the whole episode of oh, pretending. Oh so she's doing that because he oh, said he God. wanted to meet yeah. a French woman. Yeah. yeah. So she's like about this to show reveal. Is getting so stupid. Yeah she's kind of like about to reveal and he's like I always wanted to meet one and like I always dreamed I'd come here and like meet a like pretty French woman and she would t- show me the like around and then she and just, i wouldn't like you at all if i found yeah, out you weren't friends exactly and then <laughs> and then she puts up the facade yeah uh yeah. i hope you like cutting Fuck back you, to Dan that story Paul. over and over again i hope you find that <laughs> well, great so uh she goes and uh, tells donna and some friend who i believe is the like other like there was a woman in one of your episodes that had like a, a hardcore american like small town accent i think it was your episode Casey. yeah yeah so i think She's it's her from TX. yeah yes. i think it's her or or somebody in there kind is of exchange like a big brassy blonde she, uh, i think this one she shows up later but i think there was another kind of like exchange friend there was a, a brunette in mine that's the one yeah, she there's was. A couple. that's who it was yeah, yeah. so the brunette um uh, shows up and and her and Donna are kind of like that's a bad idea, Brenda, and yeah. they're right. Um, 
hey Brenda, this is fucking idiotic. Yeah, and don't like, do that. Don't do this. And she's like, whatever, <laughs> psychopath. And then Brenda lights up a cigarette, and Donna's like, Brenda. Oh yeah, then she started smoking in my episode too. Oh my so god. So still, yeah, still uh, dancing with that devil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dancing on the edge of that razor blade. Yeah. So. We cut back to Brandon um, roller skating with Brooke or, or rollerblading. I can't remember. Um, I'll keep I'll keep you updated on that. <laughs> is it a blade or is it a skate? Go go watch it again. <laughs> yeah. So and then the scary military homeless man is there again with other homeless men, and Brandon sees him, and then the homeless man goes, "Life's the beach, bro. What can I say?" <laughs> like, because I guess Brandon is like, "Why are you over here at this beach now?" Kind of like look. And then yeah. the guy yells that at him. And then uh, Brandon says to Brooke, like, I can't believe people live that way. <laughs> I can't oh, believe people Brandon. still say life's a beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this homeless guy is so bad. And then <laughs> him and Brooke leave because they think it's unsafe there with the homeless people. <laughs> oh, they're going to get attacked. Uh, uh-huh. They think so. So now uh, Kelly shows up at Dylan's place. Uh-oh. I guess. <laughs> um, she felt bad about the way that they discussed things earlier, and she says she doesn't want things to get in the way of their lives, and uh, he's like, well, then why did you come here to say that to me? And then she's like, because you're here. <laughs> Not really, but are. yeah. I'm going to say things to you. Yeah. <laughs> I generally, to you. I like to be in the same vicinity as you. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, we like each other and you know it. And she's like, no. And then he, then they're like, let's kiss and make out. Oh, uh, shit. So they do that. Uh-huh. Um, back in Paris, Brenda goes to see Dean Kane. Wait, Dylan's just blatantly being a piece of shit. Am he's I into wrong? it. He's like, but we're, he's the one yeah. who's saying, "Is was he the one who's saying, look, we have to make out right now?'" They just end up making out. Like it's one of those scenes that we've seen in nine hundred two one zero again and again, where like people are talking about like this shouldn't happen and blah blah blah, and then the scene always just ends with like, and then they make out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there doesn't seem to be any kind of impetus aside from their faces are there, so they should touch them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a beach. Am yeah, life's a beach. Say kiss. Yeah, am I doing it wrong? <laughs> um. Yeah, so they make out. They don't. She doesn't kind of think that they should, and he's like, "This is for real, baby." Yes. <laughs> they do, <laughs> <laughs> baby. So come here and kiss me. Yeah. Um. Back in Paris, uh, Brenda goes to see Dean Kane again, and uh-huh. and then she's she's with like Don and them. She's like, "Gotta go, gotta go see him again." They're like, "Oh, Brenda," and then um, Dylan calls after she leaves. And and calls and talks to Donna and is asking where Brenda is and she's like oh um, Donna's like oh Brenda's gone now she's out somewhere else and kind of covers for her doesn't really say where she is she's out with Casper Van Dean Kane right now. yeah and then <laughs> Donna's like well what are you what are you up to at home or whatever and he says just sweet hanging out <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was hilarious That's pretty good I want a T-shirt that says just sweet hanging out yeah um. <laughs> And then, yeah, he asks where Brenda is, and they're kind of like, out and about. <laughs> and then he asks how she is, and there she's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Anyway, see you later. And they hang up. Mm-hmm. The end. Boring. Uh, uh, we're back with Brenda and Kane. Her accent is still shitty. It's so bad. I can't believe anyone would ever believe that this person was a French person. She's just like, well, oh, it is Dean Kane. Yeah, again. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So that, that happens for a while. Uh, and then we cut to... 
Brian Austin Green bag. Bag A. Yeah. Uh, Old green bag. Yeah. <laughs> green bag. <laughs> um, he asks Steve if he's heard his mixtape yet so he can pass it off to people in the biz. Mixtape? It's basically his like demo tape oh, is okay. what I mean. Right. He's like, you heard my tape yet? And uh, he's like, nope. And then he's like, well, maybe someday you could pass it off to somebody in the biz. And Steve's like, see ya. I don't know. I don't know anyone in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a high school student. <laughs> I hang out with you and your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are the only people clearly that I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we're with- if Donna happens to be in the biz, I'll give her your tape. <laughs> um, cut to Andrea and Brandon and the kid that they have befriended. Brandon. 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 Uh, Brandon. Andrea Brandon. <laughs> and uh, the kid that they have befriended. They're flying kites. Uh-huh. And the scary Still, dude is there is again. Like all episode. Yep. And Ugh. the scary guy's there again. He's like, oh, you got to like pull it up and uh, or something. He's like yelling at them about fly, flying kite yeah. techniques or right. whatever. Um, so he goes over and he's like, hey, how did you become homeless? <laughs> And Who the blind kid or Brandon? Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's like, "What's up? Why you got no home?" And uh, <laughs> the military guy says, "Like, uh, he's like, hey man, I just got here by walking in off the desert." And I was like, "Oh, he's a veteran." And yeah. so he talks about how life fell desert at desert storm. Yes. Um, and, oh man. And he talks about how life life at home fell apart while he was away. Uh, at Desert Storm, and Brandon's like, "Oh, I thought the government would help you like deal with that." And then uh, the military guy's like, "Yeah, recession, though, bro." And Brandon, oh, so they don't they don't outright say how their government fucked those people over. They no. go, "Yeah, the government was going to help us, but then there was a recession. It's not their fault." <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they yeah, they, I don't know. I wrote my notes on my phone. They they may have been talking about it, but that was my. The, I noted that they mentioned recession, and we're yeah. like. Shit happened. Yeah. Um. And then Brandon's like, "Well, I'll try and get you a job here at the beach club." And that's how the scene ends. Uh, I'm sure that won't uh, go awry. Blow up in his face yeah. at all. <laughs> so he goes over to the boss. You the can boss, be the kite instructor. Yeah. Though <laughs> <laughs> so he, he goes over to the boss, and the boss doesn't want to hire him uh, for like the post-season cleanup crew or whatever. Uh-huh. And Brandon's like, "No, man, you gotta." And the boss is like, "I guess." Uh, you've never done me wrong, Brandon. <laughs> you've never done anything like let your friends come here so like one of them can steal TVs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you have. You've um, never done that recently. Yeah. So cut back to Paris and Brenda and Dean Kane. They're walking in a garden or some crap, uh, and he's falling for her. And she says... Uh-huh. Uh, he's falling for it. She's like, oh, I have a thing for American boys or some shit. And then... A ding. Yeah, and... Uh, and she says, like, oh, they start talking about, like, where, like, she's from or something. And she says, like, I have relatives in I the States. I am from Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I have relevi- relatives in the States and in California. And then he's like, hey, I might be transferring to UCLA. Oh. 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 And I then, it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like, oh, I might be, like, out there, too. And. I'm like probably not. I don't think you were a recurring character on this show. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't but know. I don't think so. Where's Peter Krause? Yeah, I was just gonna ask. What happened to Peter Krause? Oh, is it? Uh, what? Ha- who? And Andrea? No, oh, is he? He's at the Republican convention. This yeah, year. right. Go to. Yeah, um, right. I so what's going on. Dylan is at the beach, and he and Kelly are hanging out, and then they decide to go have some 
some totally not okay for friends fun, which is they go on a skidoo like the, he has like jet skis, and yeah. they're riding around. They like fall into the water together and then like embrace and make out. And I was like, you guys are fucking horrible. Yeah, they're but at the same time, people. like basically this whole episode is just like a juxtaposition of like, oh, here they are in in California, totally like making out and screwing over their friends, and then there she is, pretending totally to like French. pretending to be French and and and. It, like exploring this relationship mm. yeah. uh, while they're apart. Well, smoking. 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 Meanwhile, Terry Hatcher's back at home. She has no idea what <laughs> Dean Kane's up to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's like talking about that. And then, uh, oh, yeah, Dylan and Dylan and Kelly, they make out after falling off of a jet ski romantically. And then he like <laughs> makes out what they make out a couple times like ha 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 we're having yeah, so much fun being bad people <laughs> they <laughs> fell they fell romantically off the jet ski mm-hmm. yeah uh, um so Brenda and Dean wasn't came. like a uh, jet ski blowjob fight or whatever <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah what's that headline jet yeah. jet ski blowjob jet fight leading to one of them dying blowjob mid fight on nude beach <laughs> hey, look it up people well, <laughs> well woman yeah. looks on and dies yeah just uh, um, just Google search uh, jet ski blowjob. Just uh, just Google search uh, Florida, and that's where it comes <laughs> up. <laughs> um, How different would this show be if it was set in Florida? I know. Oh, uh, that's the show. Well, it would see. be a different zip code. That's yeah. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Brand, uh, yeah, D- Brenda and Dean King go to dinner. Uh, tells him about uh, her family not liking her boyfriend in kind of a roundabout way because you can't reveal that those people are back. In California, uh, and then she's like, he's still in the picture, and he's like, oh well, like, oh, I don't know. There's just some bullcrap going on here. They go to leave, and they uh, they do. He's like, oh, I always wanted somebody to like do the like kiss on the cheek thing, like the French kind of like kissy left right yeah. thing, and then they do it, and then they kiss <laughs> I think for that's real. What they call it too, the old kissy, kissy left, left right, <laughs> and they do it, and it's like such a like it's such a like <laughs> shitty like oh Dean Kane's like like trying to make a move like hey and he sees people doing it and he's like I want to do that like teach me about that like such like a fucking a, shitty sounds, move yeah he's, he sounds like a real moose yeah <laughs> and then they kiss for real oh shit oh my god oh, everyone's cheating back at home at the Walsh family there's a whole C plot about Brandon bringing Brooke to meet the parents that's boring and I don't yeah. care <laughs> Brooke's a real C plot <laughs> Um, Steve now is jamming to the uh, bag tape in his car, and he pulls up next to Dylan and Kelly in the car together. Uh oh! Oh my god! And then they start talking over the tape, and Steve's like, "Hey, man, this is great!" <laughs> oh god! Which is pretty funny. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Oh, that's what I really hope happens. Steve just becomes a huge fan of uh, of D bag. Um. So now Dylan, um. Uh no sorry not Dylan Brandon offers the cleanup job to the army dude and he's like thanks man and then tells him about some army stories I believe one of the things he tells him is just about how when he was in Desert Storm he it wasn't like he was just waiting around nothing had he was just kind of there waiting right and then he came back and his life was all fucked up right hmm. so they're trying to approach this mm-hmm. um so <clears throat> yeah he's like oh you can have this job and the guy's like hey thanks. So back with Kelly and Dylan, yeah. um, he wants to camp out on the beach overnight with her, all romantic like, mm-hmm. and uh, and also they start talking about like what are we doing together and we shouldn't do this, and then he kisses her shoulder, and then they start making out. Oh um, my goodness! 
God. And then, not even the whole kissy left right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll start on your shoulder. <laughs> Make my way up to the lifts. And so they, they're making out in bag. David Silver interrupts them. He's like, oh, oh, whoops, whoops, sorry, gotta go. And he Dude, runs have away. Have you heard my tape? Yeah. <laughs> Here's my table, Zeno. Yeah. <laughs> he puts it, like, between their lips. As they're kissing. <laughs> he just <laughs> slides it there and says, see ya. Um, I don't agree with what you're doing yeah. morally, but check out my jam. Yeah. <laughs> so Donna um, sees Brenda come home at like 2 a.m. She's like waiting in bed and she's like, I was worried sick about you. You, you were out late. And Brenda reveals that she's going to see Dean Kane again tomorrow, maybe. Oh, oh it's like, but tomorrow or the next day is the day that we leave or something. And then Brenda's all talking about like, don't you wonder if you... Don't you ever think like maybe you could miss out on destiny or some crap or I don't remember something bullshit about that. And then Donna's like, I don't know, saying crud about how like, but don't you miss Dylan? They just have like a conversation that is not that interesting. But yeah. she is kind of like, I feel like this guy is my destiny. And Donna's like, but you have destiny at home with Dylan. So this is literally the whole episode. You can have two destinies. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so now we go back with uh, Brooke at the Walsh dinner with Brendan. It's boring. I made no notes other than that. Yeah. Um, so now Brian Austin Green, a.k.a. Baggy, uh, is talking to Kelly, and he's like the secret uh, in, of which you are holding about making out and palling around with Dylan is safe with me. Hmm. Unless... You <laughs> unless you don't like my music. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I won't tell. If you don't tell Donna what happened between me and Nikki. Oh, oh yeah, shit. remember? Because yeah, everybody's fucking cheating. Yeah. yeah. Everyone who has opportunity to cheat has, has cheated. cheated. Yeah. <laughs> Did Brandon cheat? No, but Steve was like, I like this girl. And Brandon's like, oh, yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll true. I'll start banging her. Yeah. But you're my best bro, <laughs> Or at bro. least try, yeah. Snappy fingers. <laughs> snappy fingers. <laughs> hey. hey, Steve, give me some snappy yeah. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> You give me, you give me snappy fingers. I'll give you the old kissy left right. Yeah. Uh, who's gonna kiss my shoulder though? So back in Paris, there's like a whole like exchange student leaving party thing, and Dean Kane shows up. Oh fuck, it's Rick. He's here, and Brenda's there, and so is all these other people. Wait, what? Who's Rick? Yeah. That's Dean Kane. <laughs> That's Dean Kane. Don't just oh. change it mid-stream. Yeah, I've called him Rick many times this episode. All Rick. right. So there. Yeah, Rick shows up, a.k.a. Dean Kane, a.k.a. Yeah. Soups. Uh, <laughs> um, apparently, this is a big problem. So, uh -huh. Brenda goes up and talks to him. <clears throat> they go outside uh, and says... And uh, there's something about, like... There's something about uh, him. He, he says something like, oh, like, about her accent. And she's like, well, I could change it and speak American for you or something as like a sort of like a side. And then he's like, no, or something. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would completely fall out of love with you that's, and not respect that's you for being he a He basically says, idiot. like, I don't want you to sound like all the girls back home. Yeah. And she's like, nope. So <laughs> he's like, it was fate for us to meet. And, you know, she's like, we have no future. And he's like, come home with me. And then they make out, as is uh, the usual with all these kinds of argument scenes. Yeah. yeah. So back at the beach, Bag is uh, listening to some headphones and rapping to himself, oh boy. which is pretty God, funny. What an idiot! And oh. Steve says, Steve comes and lies to him, and he's like, "The tape, it's not so great." Even though earlier in the episode alone, we saw him say, "Hey, this is great." Yeah. So uh -huh. he's like, "You know what? This isn't so great." But if we could like change your image and kind of package you as something specific, we could uh, maybe have a career here. 
And oh, uh, so Steve's trying to fucking and he's like siphon off some of that. He's like, he's like, maybe I'll some of that runoff. Yeah, he's like, maybe I'll be, uh, maybe I'll be your manager. Amazing. And and bags like. Okay, and then... Okay, Steve, you greasy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, Steve's like 50% of all your intakes. And they end up haggling it down to 10%. But Bag is like, get me a gig in two weeks, and we'll see what we got. The end. Army That's guy. The end? No. <laughs> no. Army guy now didn't show up to work, and the boss is mad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of expected. Um, <clears throat> Brandon goes to find him. Running around the beach trying to find him. But uh, here, Dylan, Dylan shows up later here and, and talks to Kelly, and he's like, the offer's still open for camping at Paradise Cove. And then uh, <laughs> she's like, no, and he's like, see you around. And <laughs> now Brooke and Brandon, they meet up on the beach, and uh, Brandon's like, I got to find that military man. And then they make out <laughs> for some reason <laughs> to take as much. She's like, I'll take your mind off this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just- I was just, uh, I just had to check my phone really briefly, so I was still back at Brandon trying to find the homeless guy, and then I picked up that they, they make, make out. out. <laughs> no, so Brandon's looking for the military guy. No, no, don't guy. change it. <laughs> Brooke shows up and is like, looking for a military homeless man, hey, well, I'll make out with you to take your mind off it. Oh. Um, well, that's nice of her. And then no, but o- that guy, he needs to find the yeah, guy. It's yeah. not like... You know. um, oh yeah! Now Andrea so she, so shows she up. Is, she is a real C plot. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea shows up and she can't find Cameron. Uh, and uh, Brooke is like the deaf kid, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> Even though I have I had referred to him earlier in my notes as the deaf kid, but, but she fine. says it like he, he is a kid that's deaf. But like, she says it like, like bluntly. A, yeah, She's like right. the deaf kid. <laughs> um. So then they're like, oh, where is he? And then this is, like, stupid. It's like, I don't even know why, like, mm. if they're trying to make it out, like, well, maybe the military guy has him. It's all this scary, like... <laughs> what? Well, be- I, they, they don't try that, but because they had him bump into the kid at the beginning, you're like, oh, are now they going to introduce this I thing? See. Like, I'm looking for the military man. I'm looking for the kid. Oh, but then the kid's there with ice cream. Ah. And it's like, why did you even do this? This is boring. That's what happens when you got military the kids man like I was kid. in The kid's like, I was in the washroom. <laughs> They don't play it Who out. Who was in the washroom? The kid. Oh. He shows up like, where were you? And he's like, I just got this ice cream after I, I went to the, the washroom. washroom. <laughs> oh, my kid's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just like they introduce it and then immediately wrap it up. And it's like, did you want this to be something? Like, why is it even here? Yeah, yeah. Where's the military They man? haven't found him yet. We haven't found him yet. No. Oh, okay. Did well, they check the bathroom? That's where the kid yeah, was. Yeah, that's where he got his ice cream. <laughs> he heard about the free ice cream in the washroom. Um... So that's like completely finished with the kid. Um, I actually don't know if they even wrap up the military stuff. I think that just basically falls. Like I don't have any notes here about that. Huh? From the end till the, from the end. So I feel like they were trying to set up like, oh, who has the kid? Could it be the like guy who didn't show up for work, who's a homeless man? But yeah. then they don't do that, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Brooke. Um, Nope. So we're back in Paris with Brenda. She's really worried about going home, and they're on their way to like the flight. And then she's like, "But I gotta say goodbye to Dean Kane." And Donna's <laughs> like, "Don't do it." <laughs> and she's like, "I'm gonna," and goes and finds him. And then she sees him get into a cab in the distance, and before she can get there, and then it's like, sad, scary music. He didn't even get a chance to give her the old penis up down. Yeah, I know. Um. So then we go back to Dylan camping on the beach alone uh, at night, uh, and then like a pizza, like somebody holding pizza, like shows up, like in the frame, like an arm with pizza, like pizza's here, 
And he's like, I don't know, he says something like, I didn't order pizza. And then it's like, it's Kelly. She showed up with pizza. Uh, I thought oh. it would be the homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who's it going to be? It's Dean Kane. This pizza's, got, <laughs> this pizza's got ice cream on it. It was in the washroom for free. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's mostly urinal cakes pizza. <laughs> I cut this urinal cake into slices. Um... She, Kelly shows up with a pizza and she's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And then they're they're like, this is the last chance for us to be alone like this. And then they cuddle up, get real cuddly on the beach for yeah. a whole night of beach fucking, I can only assume. <laughs> oh, I hope so. And then they're it fades. Get sand in that pizza. Fades out. <laughs> so Brenda has made out with Dean Kane. Yeah. And uh, Dylan has made out multiple times with Kelly. Yeah. And I assume... Dylan is going to be coming home to a rude awakening of uh, of Cheatsville. Yeah. Population yeah. her. Population everybody. Popula- population everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where, where is... Did we find the military guy? Did I don't remember. I did not make any more notes about the All military right. thing. I, I think just, they we'll basically drop it. Look, I'll look yeah. for him next week. Okay. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Dylan, uh, Brandon does go and find somebody who says... Like it's like another homeless man wearing the same <laughs> Good hat. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, I was basically only looking for a homeless. Yeah, man. he's wearing the other guy's hat, and, and I was like confused if because he's like, "Hey, do you know where this guy is?" And then he turns around, and it's not him, and he's like, "No, I don't know him," or something. And there's kind of a weird moment, and I couldn't. I couldn't. Well, that's not entirely true. We share a hat. Yeah. I was well now my it left you just me, get a thirty dollar haircut. <laughs> well, that's it. Here's it. Here's my thing. It left me with the impression of are they trying to say that this guy like went and cut his hair and now like is a crazy guy who thinks he's somebody else? Like like they don't go into that. <laughs> was it the same? Actor? I don't know. I couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, okay, it was a low quality YouTube thing. Plus, yeah, right. plus like yeah, but yeah. I don't know what the, basically it was left at. He th- was trying to find him, saw somebody who looked like him, who said he wasn't him, and then that was the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, it's compelling stuff. So they tried. Oh, they tried to um, tried to get some political stuff in there with the Desert Storm. Yeah, I thought there was maybe a pass, not pass there. No, and trying no, to say uh, certainly not a, a homeless problem in America post war. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like it. No, no, they kind of drop it. Yeah, sounds like a bunch of shit. Yeah. So yeah, everybody's cheating on everybody. Yeah, the homeless. Just disappear yep. without yep. even stealing a child. <laughs> yeah. Steve is going to be David's manager. <laughs> that's awesome. That's all right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's going to lead. That's going to finally pick shit up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we're well, going into next episode with some. There's some a lot of shit's going to go. This is, is this yeah. the end of the summer episodes? Let me take a look. I, don't I know. feel like last. I feel like season two, the summer episodes were a little draggy until they were. They were, oh, they were terrible. Yeah, until, until, the, until, until the they show got back to the school year. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but well, it, yeah. I guess the guy killed himself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did. Uh, the guy had a name. It was Dougie. Dougie. Yeah, Dougie. Uh, uh, yeah. It wasn't Dougie, by the way. So we can expect Just something crazy. American. Oh, then, next. Yeah, next. Casey, yours is called Castles in the Sand, and it is the final. Summer episode. Okay. Because uh, okay. this was Shooting Star slash an American Paris, right? Yeah. I predict shooting that star. they Why will break up. Movie? What does that mean? Shooting you predict that Brenda and Dylan will break up? I, I predict they'll break up, leading us into a fresh start in a new school year where everybody is walking on eggshells around. Because like, it'll yeah. be a lot of like at your locker looking over at like them together like, fuck them. Oh, guys. yeah. The group will never be the same. Yeah. And then I expect something shocking to happen, like the like the accidental death in season two, and then a whole lot of boring. Mm-hmm. 
Well, hopefully not. Well, hopefully Kelly through, and shows This up. season has more uh, episodes rated in the sevens than last year. Oh. What were they rated in last year? Last year, uh, lots of lots of sixes. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, it started. You know, it's a bunch of sevens, and then Dougie dies, and then six, which was a ten. <laughs> nothing but six. I like that. Nothing in this show so far has been less than a six. <laughs> <laughs> Consistent show. Yeah, it, is. it all ranges between six and seven. Nothing yeah. above that. No, or below. This thing. Oh is wait, no, no, no. There's a uh, five point eight coming up. Oh, oh great! And th- is this IMDb or Wikipedia or what? IMDb. Oh yeah. So you know if they rate it low. <laughs> yeah. Um. So tune in next week for that. Yeah, Casey's got up next. Um. But other than that, episode over. You can over. find us Woo. on the line at modernsuperior.com. You can follow us on facebook.com slash synwpc, and you can also follow us on Twitter at synwpc. And that is where you can find us. This was a long one. Yeah. 223. Oh, my. All right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. As always, goodbye, Internet. We will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. See you bye, Internet. See you bye, Internet. <laughs> see you bye, Wednesday, internet. good. Next. Yeah. You? you? Dougie, the old kissy left, right? Huh? This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.